Yo, what's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to episode 32 of the Disruption Podcast. Ooh. Damn, we It's moving. your host, we're moving, Amador. moving. It's Chief Olosaji in the building. It's Mr. Prince Carlos. You know what's up? Yeah, yeah, Always yeah. he's busy doing other stuff today, but man, we are having a good day today. We've got a special guest with us. Oh, a very special guest. Very special. Get ready for the bombs, Daniel. We've got, yeah. we got an entrepreneur. Hello. Oh, oh my gosh, again. the bombs are working today. <laughs> Oh no, it's coming Keep that in, keep that in. How many times are you pressing it, man? There's that there's, delayed reaction. Ah, Entrepreneur, and it's not just in his Instagram bio. Yeah, <laughs> fact. Oh, he is a, an actual shots one. There's a difference. Do you have a shots fired? There's a difference, <laughs> man. Bro, but oh, Mr. Leo. We got a busy, busy guy, and we're glad to have him with us, Leo yeah. and Halabi. Thanks for having me on, guys. Welcome, man. Thanks for coming How you doing, my brother? I'm doing really, really good. How's it day, man? Hectic, but we're getting through it. Yeah, that day's good. Mad, Give us mad. a little rundown of yourself, Matt. A little bit of pitch. Uh, we've already given a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a spicy intro, but you know, yeah. you can only you can do the best in introducing yourself, Matt. Um, so. Okay, how could I introduce myself? I'm 23. Mm -hmm. uh, I kid from Dandenong. Um, went to to Lindau Secondary College. Grew up uh, in the in the in the suburbs and always really motivated to do really well come come from a really, very loving family and so i always grew up very motivated and i uh, ended up getting into university left university after my second year because i ended up starting my first business which was a private tutoring agency at 19 and uh, you guys just crazy did you guys hear that first business but we'll carry yeah on. first <laughs> first business at 19 and then um by uh, by by probably around a year after I had started it or six months after I was uh, pretty much in a position where the business was 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 doing well enough where I wow. could just leave uni and I, I knew I was going to use my degree and so I was like okay I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna go into this uh, business thing full-time and yeah. I've been full-time business ever since yeah. and Pretty, pretty much uh, up until the end of 2018 was when I started my digital digital marketing agency, and that's what really has helped help take me to to the next level and and, and really enjoy the fruits of of, of my labor and um and now that's that's pretty much the main focus as a business. And now we're here. Oh, now man. we're here. Damn. There's that's so it. much to talk about. There like, is. Yeah, I guess <laughs> we yeah you skipped over a lot of different yeah, things. Yeah, yeah well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I guess so let's, much, let's yeah. start we'll at the, the very start. So you were born in. I was born here. Born here. Yeah. So my 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 um my my mum came and had me here. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. And then so the major vast majority of your life then is here, right? All here. Yeah. Or? Majority of my life is here. Uh, when we when I was ten years old, we moved back to Syria uh, for a year and a half, yeah. and then we ended up coming back. Nice. Damn, Came that's back. crazy. Yeah, so yeah. what was the year and a half then? Well, what happened was, so my parents um, met in Syria and then my mom, my mom came over here to have me. And then, uh, so I was born here and then we went back to Syria. And then um, they ended up coming. So I went back to Syria for a little bit when I was younger. Then they ended up coming back yeah. and they started their life here. They did what every other family would do, you know, worked hard. They bought a home. Um, and then they sold that home after 10 years because they just missed the social life of Syria. See, the thing is, guys, the, the dif difference, and, and you you guys would know that yeah. from like your families, when you go overseas, it's all social. Yes. They yeah. live, even, yes. even though they've got a lot less money and a lot less luxury, they have the luxury of time and yes. they have a social life and they really know how to have a good time. 100%. They enjoy 
enjoy life, yes. right? When I say enjoy life, it means weeknights, eleven p.m. Yeah, like, like and all that, they're, yeah. They're, you know, card games and, yeah. and 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 hanging out at one o'clock in the afternoon. The person who owns his business isn't like hustling. He's like yeah. just chilling, has his mates in his shop, and someone comes in. And is like, hey, I'd like to buy a t-shirt, and he's yeah. like, he points with his uh, shisha stick, like, oh, it's over there. And you go, <laughs> Let the guy sort himself yeah, out. Yeah, and it's really really chill, <laughs> amazing, and and, and 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 everyone is very uh, social, and so. When, when they left from there and they came here, yeah. um, it was a shock to them because all they did was work. And they were like, well, this isn't life. What I'm going to do is we're going to sell. We're going to go back to Syria and just live there forever. Yeah. And so that was the plan. So they took the money that they had made from selling their home. They went back overseas to Syria. Mm. And uh, and then in Syria, they tried their luck. You know, they tried starting a business. Uh, they invested a lot of money into that and that mm. went bust. It just didn't work out. Mm. Made a couple other investments. You got to, like, yes, they went back to Syria because they missed it but they had been living in Australia for yeah. 10 years so yeah. they were used to something else yeah. used to yeah. a different way about going about making money and investing and it just wasn't the same game yeah, and then I just remember majority of the time while we were in Syria like my mom wasn't really happy my mom you know for a female she goes from a country where she's got her you know it's normal she works my dad works yeah. it's, oh, it's yeah, an I equal relationship saying, yeah. to go back to Syria and now suddenly she's the woman yeah. sitting at home and then the dad and then it's it, it she goes she's kind of reduced back to uh what what you know traditionally speaking yeah. in in the middle eastern culture a woman which gets reduced there, I guess, which some, which in some yeah, ways, yeah and 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 you ask a lot of women there they're happy with it yeah. they don't want to sit there and work like yeah. that's yeah. just the, that, a lot a lot of them there is what i'm saying yeah. some of them obviously are a lot different in the new generation because I, I went there a couple of years ago and the new generation is changing their mind they, they're starting to go after their own independence too but at the time that was the case and they pretty much lost everything and then they 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 came back and then they had to build again from ground zero wow. but it was extremely difficult because they were both trying to rebuild their finances and their own relationship right. you know that doesn't you don't go to syria for a year and a half and then come back all lovey-dovey yeah, that yeah. Th yeah. there's a lot of there's a mess in there of yeah, like wow. you know financial issues and it didn't work out and I'm surprised they even, you know, stuck together, but yeah. they did for their kids. Right. And so I, from maybe around 11, 12 years old, really started to notice that our finances were shockingly bad yeah. and that we, we couldn't go and, 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 and do nice things. We couldn't have nice things. We couldn't go away. And then, um, and, and that was pretty much when I was starting to consciously be aware that there was an absence of finances yeah. and I was like, oh, it'd be nice to to no longer have that problem. And that's pretty much where, where the journey began. Damn. Wow. So how many yeah. siblings, Jeff? I've got uh, two siblings, yeah. um, actually three siblings. So I've got um, my my younger sister, she's 21, my younger brother, who is uh, 14. Can't get this wrong. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, he, he's, he's an absolute champion. Yeah. The kids are an absolute machine. I get so proud when I talk about him. And I've got an older half-brother who yeah. is 30 years old. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I probably got that one wrong. He's probably 31. <laughs> yeah. 30. 31. At some point, they're just all the same name. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, for real. Um, Then I guess you said that you went to uni for a bit and then you were like, nah, I'm going to dip. This, this is, is not for me, me right? Yeah. I guess for me being an Arab as well, it's like, I know that feeling, right? I, I was actually studying a course that my parents were like, yes, this is amazing. I was doing accounting and a year and a half into it, I was like, I, if I do this one more day, I'm, I'm not going to come home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Something's going to happen. Yeah. Like, I'm going to yeah, go yeah. crazy, right? And so I switched. I was like, I'm, I like marketing. I like management. I'm doing that stuff. Yeah. For them, that was a big, like, no, please. Accounting is secure, you know? For you, you were like, I'm the out. whole I'm uni? Out. I'm out. The whole I'm uni? Out. Forget that. Tush, to the yeah. side. Because you did civil engineering, which is dope. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, every person would be like, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Mind this. 
My mom was like, what are they going to, in Syria, they don't introduce you by your name. They introduce you by your title first. Mm -hmm. And that way they grew up in that culture. And you know what? I I don't, and and for everyone listening who comes from a Middle Eastern background, you're not going to have this same problem that your parents did, but don't blame them for having it too, because they come from a time where people were judged based on what came before their name. Al-Muhandis, which means the engineer. Al-Doktor, which means the doctor. Al-Muhami means the lawyer. And automatically when someone's name is introduced with a title before it, the respect changes, right? And so they they get more privileges. And to achieve that, what do you have to do? You have to go to university and study. However, in this country, that's not the case. Mm -hmm. And it's very difficult for your parents to kind of get used to that. But I tell this to everyone. Results don't lie and numbers don't lie either. I didn't leave university because I was passionate about something else. I didn't leave because I was, um, you know, trying to go and explore and discover myself. I left after I was making money from my business. Like I'm like mom and dad. I am working. um, I'm I'm studying full time. I'm working on my business part time. Look what I'm doing. Imagine if I had full time and we need the money. Let me go and make this happen. It's like, oh, well, fair enough. I had results to back me up. So I think that made the transition a lot easier. But with that said, there was a lot of resistance. I was probably telling my mom for around six to six to eight months that I was going to leave. And the first time was like, no, like a really, really aggressive reaction. And then (laughs) literally, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then um, what are we going to tell your relatives overseas? Yeah, and then yeah. that, that conversation exactly, starts yeah. to come in, and I'm like, "Look, my uncle, my uncle told me this. He goes, um, he goes, yeah, you're you're not going to have the opportunity anymore to go down to Syria and for them to say Al Muhandis yeah. uh, Leo, but at least they're going to be able to one day say Al Millionaire Leo. Yeah, and he goes, and I would prefer to be Al Millionaire yeah, yeah, than yeah, to yeah, be yeah. some yeah. sort of Muhandis, yeah, right? Absolutely, especially if you are not planning on using your degree. And I think I just discovered that very early on. Um, I was, I had no practical use for it. I was never interested in working for anyone. And uh, I I knew that very early on. So I was just going to get my degree for the sake of it. I'm not, I'm not too so, sure that's the right thing to do. a lot of money to do just for the sake of it. Yeah. And, and let me tell you something. Sorry to cut you off. Oh, yeah, no, go, go. This is an important point because I think it's something that a lot of people um, like overlook when it comes to the whole university debate. Going to university is not costly because of the debt you incur. Mm. It's costly because of the opportunity cost. Okay. So what opportunity cost is, is let's say that I finished my degree. I would have had to stay at uni for another three years. I didn't just incur another $30,000 in university degree debt. I also missed out on making an extra $300,000, right? Because if I can, in three years, create a business that's going to make me 100K or or by by that third year, 150, Mm -hmm. Let's say it ends up averaging out to one hundred thousand dollars. I've now missed out on one hundred thousand, yeah. uh, three hundred thousand. Not just money; it, the opportunity cost of my own personal development. Yeah, yeah. The fact that now I've set myself up to continue to be in business full time for for the rest of my life and exponentially grow. So, what the growth will look like in the next five years will be like this, right? Yeah. And I wouldn't have had that if I had. I would still be. I probably would have just recently finished my degree if I had stayed at university instead of being where I am now, yeah. which is not yeah. I'm, I'm not like rich or anything but i will be mm. like yeah. very very quickly the trajectory is looking yeah. uh, very very healthy yeah. like 12 months from now will be ridiculous so that's uh that's something that I, pe- I think a lot of people overlook when they talk about the whole university debate is the opportunity cost as well well 
Before before I carry on, a drop a bomb for that. Why? <laughs> <laughs> why did you do this? Let's say drop a bomb for the opportunity cost. It doesn't work. All right, it comes. Yeah, there it is. So I was gonna say. So you started your business at the age of nineteen. Where did that idea come from? You know what I mean. At the age of nineteen, to say, okay, I'm I'm gonna create a student business. Yeah. Where did that come from? So I think to add some context, the first business I started was when I was 17 okay, yeah. and that was uh, just buying and selling iPhone cases, uh, iPhones, uh, yeah. right? And yeah. I think well, actual iPhones even. iPhones, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, I think, that's, I think uh, a lot of people relate to that because that's the easiest thing to do is like, hey, let me just buy an iPhone cheap and then sell it. So I was going on Gumtree. Um, my first sale, I made some money. I bought my cousin's iPhone and then obviously he gave it to me quite cheap. So then I sold it. I made like a hundred bucks and I'm like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> it's and the cool, the cool <laughs> thing, the best part about it was um, I I bought it. It was the iPhone 5C, I think it was. Remember the, the, the colorful, colorful ones? ones. Yeah. 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 And then um, I put it up on eBay and I had put it um, f- as a bid. I'd bought it maybe for $200 and then I put it on a bid so people could bid. And then I said like a buy now price, 350 yeah. something like that. And then I was sitting there and um, I was waiting for people to bid and no one was bidding. And I'm like, oh, okay, this, this is not good. And, and then literally I wasn't even expecting it. I hear ching and then I looked at my phone and someone had just bought it. Okay, yeah. Right? And then I'm like, no way she bought it. No way. Like, okay, where's, my, where's the money? Yeah. And then I checked the bank account and it was there. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, she's paid for the, She's paid for it. This is sick. I ended up driving and dropping it off to yeah. her because she was in the city. And, um, and then I pretty much got out of my car and I could tell it was a really rich neighborhood. Yeah. And I went in, I, I said, Hey, I'm outside. And she come out and I'm telling you, she's probably the hottest, <laughs> like hottest, uh, I, 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 hottest, I'm just going to say hottest MILF I've probably ever seen in my life. Right. And I looked at, and I'm like, I want to do business for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, um, I honestly was like, wow, this is pretty cool. And, um, that, that was a funny, that was a really enjoyable moment for me, but the the best part about it was going i from nothing just made yeah. an extra hundred dollars yeah. is really cool and you got to put like for me a hundred dollars now is like i can't really see why that would have been a big deal but at the time what i was making part-time was like 150 dollars yeah. a week 200 dollars. Yeah. i'm like i'm yeah. just made a week just from buying and selling something yeah. so then i kept on trying to do that and i ended up buying uh, an ipod from from i was going to go and buy an ipod and then fix it and then sell it and yeah. i went to dufton to pick it up yeah. and then i had a really uncomfortable experience and i never <laughs> never did that anymore it was really so, dufton yeah. specifically or just in general uh, dufton specifically no, no, like no. it was a particular area in dufton i'm like oh this is really weird he's like come he's like just yeah just come come to the front of my house i'm like why don't you just walk outside and he's like nah come to my door like, <laughs> and then i saw him peeping from the curtains i'm like nah man i don't want i don't want this story and i never I, that's when i'm like okay i'm that's done with this said, business I'm, going to uni. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like i'm just gonna stick to my studies um and then after that i i, I actually started going okay what else can i do on a bigger scale buying and selling iphone cases so yeah. i bought my uh bought 700 worth of iphone cases seven dollars each so 100 cases and i was impatient because if I had just spent a couple of weeks trying to source the iPhone cases from overseas using platforms like Alibaba, yeah. I would have got them for 15 cents, yeah. wow. not $7 I was going to say, that's really expensive. Extre- yeah, but extremely expensive, but that's because I got it from a Melbourne wholesaler. I was in, I was in a rush, right? Yeah, yeah. So then I tried, I tried um, selling them. That's where my business journey probably began because I set up an eBay store. I learned how to write copy on, you know, selling this like, premium iPhone yeah, yeah, cases. Yeah, yeah. This, And then, um, and it was really, really funny because... 
every photo that I saw on eBay was like the iPhone cases floating in a white space yeah. because they invested a lot of time and, and money into product shots. So I'm like, okay, how can I replicate this? So I went to my couch and I put um, around four sheets of paper down like this and then yes. four sheets of paper stick, sticked up like that and it was, it was reflective. So I put like literally just a blanket on top of me and I went in <laughs> and I took the photo and it looked like a, the white love background. It, love it. Yeah? And, then, and then I'm like, okay, well, I can still start seeing some spots. What program can I cut this out? And then I went to Photoshop yeah. and then I started to learn how to use Photoshop and then I ended up uh, launching the business and I got nothing sold. Like wow. it, we got so depressing. I bought an iPhone case from myself so that I had oh, the cha-ching yeah, sound yeah, again damn. just to keep me going. And then I realized I lost money doing that because eBay took 10% yeah. and then PayPal <laughs> took another 3%. And I'm like, I just can't yeah, win. painful. Man. Yeah, I know. And then um, I remember telling my dad, my, my mom and dad were laughing like, oh, your iPhone case is still here. Like after two months, like, <laughs> box is still full. I'm like, yeah. Because yeah. I told him, I think we're going to be millionaires because yeah, of this. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like can, can you guys quit your jobs if I need you to like start packing and stuff? And they're like, Hey, if you're making millions, we'll quit, don't worry. <laughs> and then um, that didn't work out. And I told my dad, and I, I honestly said this to him. I said, I, I, know I, I know I lost money, but I promise you this experience is going to make me at least 10 grand. And he goes, what do you mean by that? I'm like, just the, the learning experience. And then I started doing a lot of personal development. And this is when I started my tutoring agency. Because what I discovered buying and selling an iPhone, then other products and iPhone cases is that I didn't like the product space. I didn't enjoy it. That's not where I was talented in. I never was good with creating a t-shirt or a bottle or, you know, like Troy Candy's got his snorkels and, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. people have got their products. I, that's not me right, at the time, mm. right? I can see myself doing it now, but at the time, what I'm good at is service. Okay. Yep. So then I started thinking of ideas. What service can I provide? And this is when I was still at university. And then I was going to either do personal training. My mom goes, hey, why don't you do some private tutoring? Like you're good at maths. You're studying in engineering. You'll get some students. So I put out my first flyer on Facebook. It's still on my Facebook. Good. Yeah, I still got the post there. Hey, guys, I'm going to dedicate my weekends to tutoring. And it was like um, sometime uh, early 2015. And then I got my first couple students. I'm tutoring on the weekend. I'm making money. I'm, yeah. I'm enjoying my life. I'm, and I'm like, okay, how can I get more students? And I was speaking to my friends at university and this is why I think everything really does happen for a reason because I was studying civil eng and everyone around me was very smart. They had high ATARs. Mm -hmm. So typically they tutored as well. Yeah. So speaking to my mate, I'm like, hey man, like how do you, how do you get students? Because he had like seven students on a Saturday and yeah. then like eight on a Sunday. And he's like, oh, well, you can use these like platforms or you can join a tutoring agency and then they'll give you students and they'll take a commission. So then I looked so up tutoring like, agencies yeah. and I'm like, this seems like a really good idea yeah. because I don't have to be there and I'm still making money. And then that's when I tried to, to start my tutoring agency. So I literally, I just, I just, um, I started uh, having meetings and it started with a, a coffee at the Dandenong Pavilion. That's yeah. really where it started. I spoke to one of my first friends. I've got an idea. Do you want to catch up? Caught up. I bought him a coffee and I told him about my idea. I want to start a tutoring agency. I want you to tutor with, with me and, and help me you know, get some more tutors. He's like, done. Let's set a goal to bring one more person into the team by next week. I reached out to another friend. He came in the following week. He joined as well. Yeah. Now we're a team of three. Yeah, yeah. And I put out a post on Facebook too. And I said, and I've got both of them around. <laughs> around. And I said, a we're just three. Photo. <laughs> yeah. And I said, it's just, we're just three, but watch us grow. Yeah. And then 
we set a goal to all get one person by the following week. And it was just doing this induction now where we, I constantly every weekend meet with a group of people that, and then it just, that prolonged effect. Wow. And then we ended up having Sick. a team of 10 and I had the name and I, I invested, I had like two grand in my bank account and I invested that money in, and then I got, you know, a, a website done and a design, like got logo design. I did a photography session. And the idea was to, to, you know, put it out there and people will, will, will like students will need a tutor. We've got the tutor, we match, and then we earn um, a cut from every single hour that gets done between the parent, the, the, the student and the tutor. And that's pretty much how the idea came to life. Was it LGT tutoring from the beginning as well? Or it was, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So LGT started, the, the the brand started in Feb 2015 on a notebook. Um, I was sitting there on the beanbags in my study room and my sister was studying and I was just writing writing notes and I really encourage everyone to, especially if you, if you haven't started anything just yet, or wherever you are, don't ever underestimate the power of just noting your thoughts down mm. on, on a piece of paper because the moment you put pen to paper, the pen begins to do take you somewhere that you're, you aren't, aren't, aren't able to explore in your mind. Some people go, oh, yeah, no, nah, I'll just think about it. You can't do that okay. because on when you put your thoughts to paper, you're now talking with yourself and, and you're getting deeper and deeper. And when I put thoughts to, my thoughts to paper, I'm like, okay, well, I wrote down what's the most important thing to me. And it was like continual growth and helping others grow. And then I'm like, okay, let's grow together. Boom. Yeah, just like that. LGT. Yeah. And then I'm like, I got it, and then I wrote it in big bold letters. And the great thing is, I've got I've got all these notebooks. Mm. You know, I've got photos of them. You know, I've I've put them out. And so a lot of the things that I'm saying, I've documented it. Yeah, like yeah. even with that video I put out recently, everything's yeah. been documented because I knew one day I would reflect on it. And I told my sister, I'm like, hey, ask me how LGT is going because I wanted to see how it sounded if someone was like, hey, how's how's LGT? And she goes, how's LGT? And I'm like, oh, that has such a good ring to it. <laughs> nice, nice. And then I, I wrote LGT fitness, LGT real estate, oh, LGT. Adding, and yeah. then I just started adding and then LGT tutoring was eventually one of the things that I wrote and that's what I decided to go with. So LGT was always meant to be an empire, a brand rather than um, just a single yeah, company. Yeah, yeah. So let's just go back a little bit, yeah? yeah? How did you start with the business? Because I like I'm kind of involved in business, but I started off by reading "Think and Grow Rich," "Poor Dad," "Rich, rich Dad," "Poor Dad," yeah. and so on, so on. That triggered me. It's like, okay, mm. cool. I can see myself doing this, doing that. So for you, where did that journey start? Um, I would say it started when so I was start, uh, when I, when I was 17. I um, while I was like doing the whole iPhone yeah, case yeah. thing. What led me to it was I was working at a gym um, and. Wow, that's when I met my my best mate, my best mate today, and 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 he was my mentor, and yeah. he still I still consider him my mentor, and um, but he was really played a big 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 part yeah. in in yeah. shaping my mindset, and he was young and he was just this young killer, and you know he was successful and he drove a nice car and he just he just had this energy about him that he, that he was confident, and I'm like I was intrigued by him, I'm like man like I want to do more, like I want yeah. I want to yeah. do more, and I think that's where it starts just wanting to do more and he's like well if you want to do more if you like you, you need to start like reading and i'm like okay what should i read and then he said to me uh the the book he actually recommended for me to start with he goes you need to understand how money works so he recommended uh, the richest man in babylon oh, oh, I've heard of that. 
Yeah, incredible book. Yeah, nice. Suka actually recommended that book to me. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah, awesome, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 and I think man. I recommended it to Suka. Okay, so you yeah, probably yeah. recommended it to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah because I remember. I remember the day that I was. I. I when when Suka um, was saying to me, uh, we were watching the NBA finals, and I go to he goes, man, I'm thinking of starting this like basketball academy, doing this thing, yeah, yeah. and wow, then and wow. then he go and then I'm he's like, but I think I'm gonna wait till I go back to go to the US and come back. And I'm like, bro, just start it now. And then he ended up starting standout, yeah. and so I think I, I was just telling Sukat um, everything that um, Cameron, who who was my best mate, was telling me. Yeah, like he came to me and it's like, and, and, and Carlos, yeah, you know. It's interesting yeah. how you never underestimate that because yeah. w- the prolonged, the domino effect and who knows how many people you're going to now touch with yeah, that. Or, for real, for real. So richest, uh, The Richest Man in Babylon was the first book I wrote. And the thing that I guess made me different in that particular moment and why he continued to invest time was that when he told me about the book, I bought it five minutes after we had yeah. the chat. Oh, nice. I was at work. I pulled out my phone, credit card, and I bought it. Yeah. And most people would have procrastinated on that and then never done it. Yeah. So just constant action taking. And then I had read the book really quickly. Then Thinking Row Rich came. Um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad didn't come to a lot after. The Intelligent Investor didn't nice. really understand that book that well at the time. Yeah. And then Think and Grow Rich was the book I was reading. And then there was a part about it that he was talking about the resumes. And that's when yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to try and get another job. And and then it pretty much just went from there. So really when you when, when you when you trace it back, I, I, when, when I initially got into the mindset of wanting to get into business, it, it started over there. But ultimately the reason why I chose business wasn't because I'm like a business itself. It's because of what it's like as a vehicle. Yeah. there is no job almost no job that you can get where no one can put a cap on how much you can earn yeah every job here's what you're going to get paid this is your pay increase and here's in terms of commissions what what you can what you can achieve now you can say oh there's businesses that you can if you close you know deals you can earn 10 percent of that commission but the thing is you're still limited to your own time yeah of course in business, there is no roof because when I want to earn more, I can employ someone and then a third and fourth and fifth person and then exponentially grow that effort and that's going to mean an exponential grow in, in, in revenue. Yeah, yeah. And when I, when I realized that I really wanted to achieve success young by 25 specific, specifically, I set my parents down at 17. I'm like, this is what my life is going to be like by 25. This is what we're going to have. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. Like I got to do this quickly. The only way I could achieve it was through business. That's why I ended up choosing that as a vehicle. And that's why I never was like, okay, I'll just finish my university degree and then I'll work. Because I was on a time limit. Yeah, that would have been, like you just said, like that would have been around about now finishing that degree roughly. That's what, 23, so it'd be 24 and stuff. Yeah. I wouldn't have, yeah. yeah. There's no chance. I just had to do it. Mm. Yeah. Were you you a like high achiever in high school as well? Yeah, I did. I did. I did quite well in um, in school. Like it was all. I always found studying to be quite difficult. Like I never really um, necessarily found it easy. I had to work really, really hard to get all right marks. Mm. Uh, And then, I guess the reason why I was always studying hard at high school wasn't really because I enjoyed studying. Was because of my end goal, which was to have large earning capacity yes. because in my mind finances were going to solve my problems mm-hmm. i've come to understand that not to be true yeah. but trust me money does a lot yeah, like it yeah. can really it really help you can't deny it what it does do yeah it can really really help yeah. you know uh, um, gary v i love him but he recently put out that that dollar sign and he's like money doesn't buy happiness and then 
Grant Cardone responded to him and he goes, money doesn't buy happiness. And then he goes, but this is what money buys. And it's like <laughs> the jets, healthcare, <laughs> your car, your home, food. Yeah. Money, and so um, I, I guess I just wanted to earn a lot so that I could relieve them of that pain. Yeah. And um, I was like, okay, I'm just going to study hard, get into engineering and then earn a, a big salary. That's why I studied hard. Yeah. But it wasn't because I enjoyed studying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For someone, because you said you worked while you were also managing your business once you'd left uni, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, up? yeah. No, yeah. I was working. So you're yeah. working as well. Yeah, for someone who's also probably thinking of, you know, starting a business who's probably only really working and has an idea right now. How did you manage that space in terms of allocating time for, I need to supply funds to, were you funneling the funds into like your business and yeah. stuff like that? Yeah. So how did you manage that kind of time or that balance with that? Um, Time-wise, time I had met a doctor, uh, I had met a, a young gentleman when I was um probably around 16 yeah. I was at work on, on work experience okay. and as he I was I went to my uh, my friend's lab who was doing like a biomedical lab and he goes hey come come and spend a couple of days here some work experience for you and yeah. see if you enjoy it and I met someone who was studying um, to become a doctor and he was built and I'm like how do you find time for for the gym when you're yeah. like studying all the time and he goes time isn't something that I just have time needs to be found yeah. so he goes I would wake up earlier I would stay a bit later yeah. so honestly speaking the way I balanced or found the time was I would sleep at 10 o'clock and then I'd wake up at four o'clock in the morning and I'd work at my business between four and eight, then go to university afterwards. In terms of how I allocated my funds from the jobs that, that I, that I, that I was doing, I put everything into business and, um, yeah, I put I, I put it all into business, yeah. and also I think a lot of people over us uh, overestimate how much it costs to actually start a business, okay. particularly nowadays. You don't need much. You really don't need much. Even your website, you can do yourself. Mm. Marketing, you can do yourself. Um, you can you can you can start earning money from your business without really investing a lot of it. Yeah. Then using that money you earn to then properly yeah, okay. launch it, if yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in my space, I, I run a digital marketing agency. So what I what that looks like at a smaller scale is me learning how to build a website, offering it to someone for a cheap price, like say a thousand bucks. I then use this thousand dollars to then go and get my logo and business cards yeah, done. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's uh, so I I was just really um I guess resourceful and I, I just found a way to to get things cheap or to do things myself and so I, I didn't really have to allocate like a crazy amount of funds. Like, well, was I that, had two thousand yeah. dollars in my bank yeah. account. Yeah. Especially with so soft skills like YouTube, YouTube everything. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean like. I taught myself Photoshop just yeah, off yeah. YouTube. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like, it's Big not man. hard. It's a $14 subscription. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. And Some that's what professionals are yeah, but, even yeah, basically yeah, using like, the same programs as you. So it's like, yeah. it's $14. Someone's using it in a different way. Yeah. That's it, man. Yeah. How much time are you willing to invest yeah. to learn yeah. how to how, how to use it? It all comes down to that. Like 100%. people can find the time. Trust me. You calculate the amount of time they're oversleeping as well. You know, f oversleeping, um, uh, spending time with, with 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 friends, socializing, going out on the weekends. Your whole weekend, you've got you got to, you know at least twenty four hours between Saturday and Sunday, mm -hmm. two twelve hour days, uh, where most people can can so allocate that. Often they would just take it as a as a break. It really comes down on how much you want it. Yeah. 100%. So I got a few statements. I think you already answered the first one. Okay. Which is you need a lot of money to get started. Do you? Like, like yeah. Do you agree or do you disagree? Do you agree? Like, and why? Uh, it depends on your business, but for the most part, I don't agree. I feel okay. like I feel like people can get started without without having a lot of money. Yeah, because there's something called bootstrapping. It's not an, a new it's not a new concept. Yeah, it's it's, it's a concept that um, that is very well known. Bootstrapping is essentially 
starting your business with very little funds. So how did I start my digital marketing agency? I offered my services for free yeah. to build a website and then I got a contract after building that website for free. So they will willing to pay me okay. on a monthly basis. Okay. That cost me $0 to start my yeah. business, zero. I had something of value to offer to someone, which is a, a free website. I spent a ridiculous amount of hours doing it. Mm. Now, in return, I got a contract, nice. right? So I was able to start my business without spending anything. And that's what I mean by you can start your business without needing a lot of money. It's definitely possible. Yeah, that's 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 and but like say for example, brick and mortar business. If you were to get a cafe, that's a different story. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll you know, like that. it, it, just it depends on the on your business. Yeah. Uh second statement is um, you shall be an overnight success. Um, I'll I'll, I'll give you a uh, an analogy that pretty much answers that. So there's like the Ch- Chinese bamboo tree, right? Mm. The Chinese bamboo tree. The the story essentially goes that, um, you you plant the seed. Right, and then you water it, and you have to water it every single day for five years continuously. Yeah. Yeah. And for five years, you see no results. It, it literally, you don't see anything. It doesn't even grow. And then the moment it pierces through the soil, it grows to be three stories high within five weeks. Yeah. Wow. So the question is, did it grow to be three stories high in five weeks or in five years? Yeah. Obviously, five years. Yeah. Right. That's pretty much the whole overnight success idea is in, in our space, particularly in the space of business, or even if you're in, uh, uh, it, there's a lot of synergy between entrepreneurs and musicians because music, musicians oh, will okay. earn nothing. They'll be broke. They'll be homeless. And then once uh, they get a hit song, now they're millionaires. Yeah. Same thing yeah. in entrepreneurship. For, for me, all it takes is one big contract. In our space, we have the ability, there are businesses signing $100,000 a month deals. That's a million dollar contract. That would be my overnight success. Yeah, yeah. The moment I get that, everything changes. Yeah. Literally yeah, in a month, yeah, yeah. you know. So that's the same thing with business: is that all, all you're 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 working for that moment. And I wish I could I could pretty much draw something, but yeah, it, there's but it's 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 pretty much e e, which is like um yeah, it, yeah, you know what I mean yeah, the exponential yeah, the exponential yeah, yeah. growth. And for the majority of the time, you're here and you're seeing nothing. You're seeing nothing. As soon as you hit that turning point, the rest of your growth looks like this. Uh-huh. So that's that's the overnight success thing. So the, sh- the that was the long answer. The short answer is there is no such thing as overnight success. 100%. It's only overnight to the person watching. Yeah, like they see oh, you suddenly. Yeah, 100%. But you were doing. Where did this yeah. guy come from? Yeah. You know, like yeah. where did you come from? Yeah. Like as soon as you buy a new house, boom! Oh wow! Yeah, as soon as you get this, oh wow! Yeah, and, and the last statement is um you need to be, you need to work very hard to be successful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you do. What to say? That was so, no, no, like you. Nah, what kind so, of dumbass statement? No, is yeah. maybe they no, mean no, no. work smart. Is that what they're saying? Yeah. Or all right, maybe give some, give some more, <laughs> give some more info. It's saying, all right, so these are myths of entrepreneurship. This one says you need to work very hard. Um, it's saying effort is required by sacrificing your health and relationship is not a wise choice. Stay aware of other important things ah, in life. So. Carlos, bro. No, no, no. I was, uh, making, up, I was making up my own so as sure. I go in it. Gotcha. You know no, no, I mean? no, no, no. Yeah, fair. because I wanted to say because a lot of people think that you know I can just spend a few hours on my business and I and all I need is three, two, three hours. But from your experience, it's like you're there the whole day sometimes to make sure your uh, your business is successful. Mm-hmm. So I was gonna ask you as well, alongside with that, what do you think is the uh, biggest misconception of entrepreneurship? So to I'll I'll, I'll answer the misconception, um, but to the whole question of effort, right? Yeah. <clears throat> when I think of that, my my short answer to that is you, it requires an incredible amount of effort. Yeah. Now, every situation is different. The, the speed at which you want to achieve your success 
and the magnitude at what or how you want to achieve your success yeah. influences how much sacrifice you need to make. Mm. So if I wanted to achieve what I wanted to achieve mm. in 20 years, I can really take it easy. Yeah. But if I'm trying to do it in three, I'm going to have to get ridiculously uh, intense. Yeah. I'm going to have to work ridiculous hours, sacrifice yeah. my health, sacrifice all this. So it's going to come dependent on w- how much success you want to achieve and how long it's going to take. The other question, the other part to that is you want to look at the universal laws. You know, this world is, is, is it's governed by universal laws that are true regardless of your opinion on it, like gravity, right? Yeah. This is going to come down, right? One of, one of the universal laws is the, um, Newton's uh, second law, I believe. Uh, like every action has its e- yeah. equal and opposite reaction, right? If I put energy into something, it's going to result into something else, Right. It's going to, re- it's, it, that energy cannot just be lost. Yeah, it it's going to translate yeah. into yeah. something. So if I want to achieve an enormous amount of success, what do you think needs to be put in? An enormous amount of energy. And my results are going to be directly reflective on my energy. Now, the second part is I can throw a ridiculously powerful punch, but miss and hit over there. So yeah. I've got to also make sure the intelligence comes in yeah, yeah. and I'm and I'm directing, directing this energy in the right nice. direction, yeah, right? Yeah, nice. So that's that's pretty much that's my, my, yeah, my answer nice. on that. Yeah. That's nice. And about the misconception? Misconception is that entrepreneurs are rich. 100%. Straight up, man. 100%. Straight up. Like I'm I'm telling you right now, that is the one of the biggest misconceptions. Being in business, you start to understand something. You start to understand when an entrepreneur says, Hey, I made a million dollars last year, that means nothing. Okay, you made a million dollars last year. Cool. So that's your business. What are your expenses? Yeah. All right. Let's, let, let, let's talk let's talk facts, right? Let's say you're an entrepreneur, yeah. your profit margins. Man, my, our profit margins for digital marketing are really high in our, in, in, in when you're talking about general businesses. Yeah. So our profit margins are between 35, 40%, right? That's really, really high. Now let's say your business's profit margin is, is, is that 40%. Yeah. So you make a million dollars, right? Oh, he's a millionaire, but is he? A million dollars, take away a hundred grand for GST, that's 900K. Right? Already, oh, just from GST Just, alone, just from yeah. your GST, yeah. 100, oh, 000, that's $100,000 and then um, gone. So now you've got 900 grand, okay? Then you got to minus your expenses. So pretty much 60%, 60% of that is gone and you're ama- you've, you've got your remainder 400, 000, uh, 40%. Now we're going to need some uh, quick maths right quick now. Maths. <laughs> quick maths. Quick what maths. What is that? 100, uh, so you left with, let's say like 360,000, I think, out of 900K. Yeah, let's say you're left with 360,000. Yeah. Okay, how much tax are you going to pay on that? Oh, that's crazy. We have to pay tax on that as well. Hundred percent. Even yes. outside of the GST that came out. GST, ten percent of everything. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So now, so now, so now you take, so now you take. If if you're if you're going on a company tax, that's thirty percent of that. Oh wow. Right. Oh. So that so that that million that yeah, entrepreneur that's, that's making <laughs> making a million dollars is actually just making around two hundred grand, yeah. two hundred twenty thousand. Right. So now yes. you're like. Holy fuck! How much? Am I? Oh, sorry, I swore. <laughs> I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> now, so, so, now, so now you're like, all right. Well, how much money do I really need to make to make a million dollars? I'm gonna need to make five million, five six there. million. Yeah. I gotta turn over that type, type, that type of money, and then, and then you go, you all need right, good accountants. So, that's yeah, okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that, well, obviously, there's there's a lot that comes into it, yeah, but even some business structures, um, they're not structured. That's that's a business that's structured on a company tax rate, mm-hmm. right? But there are some businesses that aren't structured like mm-hmm. that, where money gets dispersed, and then if you're not careful and you don't have a good accountant, you yeah. can end up paying up to forty percent on that, forty five percent on yeah. that, right? Oh. And um, and in this in this world, unfortunately, in 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 Australia, um, not unfortunately, I would say for 
well, we live in a beautiful country, so can't complain. If you're not paying your taxes, you're not going to have lending capacity. And then that means you're not going to have borrowing capacity. Yeah. So that means you need to pay your tax. You can't just hide that. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll give you an example. I didn't, I tried to go get my first car when I was like much younger. Mm. I pretty much, I tried to do it probably prematurely. And I was making money. So I, I had, I was, I was able to afford to go to the bank and, and, and just get a car on the business and, and yeah. just finance it and whatever, let the business pay for it. But the problem was, is that I was trying to pay no tax. So I'm like, hey guys, I make money. And they're like, okay, show us your tax returns. And I was declaring a loss. <laughs> and I can't get anything. I can't get a house. I can't get a car. And so yeah. you can't get, you can't just go have a good accountant because yeah, yeah. having a good accountant is paying, yeah, means paying less tax. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. if you pay less tax, you don't have borrowing capacity and not having borrowing capacity also cripples you from making a lot of money yeah. because you want to get into property you want to buy you want to you want to you want to leverage that yeah. most of the millionaires i know are millionaires as a result of of, of their property yeah. uh, investments increasing and so biggest myth in entrepreneurship is that entrepreneurships entrepreneurs are rich now don't get me wrong there are some of them that are killing it and yeah. those at the top level are killing it right whereas me for example i don't look at myself as rich I look at myself as someone who's trying to get there. Yeah. Like, yes, my business is turning over on a monthly basis a really good amount of money, yeah. but then you take away my expenses, then you yeah. take away tax, yeah. then you take away GST, and it's like, all right, I've got some, I've got some work to do. Like, yeah. all right, it pays for, pays for the car, it pays for my office, it pays for my employees, it mm -hmm. pays for trips interstate, it pays, and that's what business does. It, it, it pretty much uh, pays for, and makes your life comfortable. Yeah, yeah. But for you to seriously make some money yeah. to, to put get some, to that wealthy bracket, to, to get to that yeah. wealthy bracket you're going to have to be at a much 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 higher level yeah. and so the majority of entrepreneurs aren't actually as rich as what people will think that they are yeah. like something we talked about off air most people will look at for example me recently getting my car so i bought my dream car and go oh leo's what did you say to me when we are fair, like Leo must be killing it now. Yeah. Must be rich. I looked at y'all, I was like, damn, bro. Must be killing it. Like, this guy I must have like, money, man. Must the game now, you know? <laughs> Tell him which car, man. He, he even gave me a little, my, Yeah, he, bought an M4, which is my go. dream. I had yeah. it up on my vision board. Yeah. But 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 That's think great, about yeah. it this. Think about it this way. Last week, I was driving a $4,000 Ford. Yeah. yeah. This week, I'm driving an, a BMW M4. Yeah. Nothing's happened financially <laughs> from the last week. I haven't signed a million dollar deal. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't buy the M4 because I got like a contract like an athlete. I've been making. I'm making the same. Yeah. So someone who would have looked at me in my four thousand dollar Ford must have been like, oh, poor kid, <laughs> struggling. Entrepreneur, yeah. <laughs> Entrepreneur. And that, that was a big insecurity of mine, actually. Yeah. Um, Far out, no. Massive. No, it was. That's okay. true. <laughs> it's true because people judge. Yeah. It's a. It was a massive insecurity yeah. of mine that. Um, I know I'm doing well and I'm growing and then I'm pushing all these videos online. I don't look like it. And then pe mm. people, and then if I show up somewhere, people will be like, oh man, like, what's going on here, <laughs> right? And the same, in the same token that now that I've got the car, people are like, oh, that's, that's the got money. crazy dynamic. He got that, money, man. you know, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, meme, like yeah. you guys are like, Yo, Lord, he got money. Lord, money. he got money. No, no, <laughs> that's not true. I will have a lot of money one day. I know I will. And I am doing, I'm doing well for myself. Like at the end of the day, I've got to remember my business pays me a salary. It pays other people's salaries. It has an office. It's got, yeah. and, and on top of that, it makes money. Like I'm, I'm grateful. But when we talk about what people think I, I'm, I'm making or how much money I have versus the reality, yeah. it's not the case. Yeah. Give, give me another five years, then we can talk, yeah. you know? So that's, that's, that's a, a big myth, man. Trust I think me. it's like what we said off air as well. It's like, that's what society sees as successful. 
You know, it's like, oh, you got a NASCAR. Okay, now you're successful. Last week, you were driving a Ford. It's like, what's going on with your business, man? Like, are you doing well? Yep. And so on as well. So I think society, they have a way yeah. of determining what success but is. it's fake. Like, imagine how yeah. whack it would be if you're a, you know, just making it entrepreneur or businessman or whatever. And the first thing, first move you do is, okay, I need to have the house and the car that fits this so that people can see that I'm doing, I'm well. doing yeah. well. Like, yeah. that really doesn't work anywhere except for Instagram. Yeah, legit. Yeah, exactly. In the real life, in the real world, yeah. how much is that really profiting you aside from people seeing that stuff? It's, yeah. it's, it's not a good investment. No, it's, no it's not. But but it really then then you got to look at it from the other point of view. Those people who are putting out that stuff, if they can leverage it to then make their uh, money, absolutely. then yeah. it's an investment. It's story, yeah. So yeah. for me, I'm not going to push my car. I put out a couple posts. Mm. Initially, got it. But I got that for me. Mm. I didn't yeah. get it because I wanted to use necessary. I know my car will help. Mm. Why? Because naturally now it's gotten exposure. Yeah. Like m my post got shared around a lot. There's a lot of exposure. That exposure is going to filter into my company. Yeah. And we've already gotten um, people going, hey, you know, I was actually thinking about doing some marketing. Wow. Or, yeah. And then and then it, I'm like, oh, my that's, car's that's my it. car's making me money. And then- Brand it even. Yeah. Because I love business. I'm always like, okay, what's my return on investment? Mm. Everything, yeah. both in time and in money that I put down. So, okay, I buy this car. How can I, how can I drive this car for free? Mm. I just got to make sure that this car makes me money every month. So what do I do? I go and I wrap it and I put LGT Digital across it yeah. and it's an M4. Mm. So the moment it drives everywhere- and I park it at Chatson. It's got LGT Digital. It makes a shit ton of noise, right? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's like, now oh, doing something oh else. Yeah. I, I want to get, if, 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 if people will take a look at that mm. and they go, oh, I need a website done. And then it's getting me at least a website a month yeah. or a contract or something. Yeah, wow. I'm like, hey, I'm driving this car for free. 100%. But, but at the same time, like if I had just gotten it and, and then, and then like, I wouldn't have just gotten it unless I knew I was in the position to comfortably, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. afford, afford Even that if car. you're not using it for the LGT stuff. Even if like, I wasn't. Yeah, and, yeah. and and I'm, I'm not I'm like, I will probably end up doing that. Just, yeah. just, yeah, why not? Let's, mm. let's, let's, let's get, make it, let's, let's drive a nice car and at the same time, have this car make me yeah, some money. Yeah. So I drive it for free. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, most people who will go and buy the AMGs, buy the nice cars, yeah. buy the nice things, that's if they even buy it. Or don't have someone buy that for them, yeah. or, or 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 rent the car, mm. or drive their friend's car. Like now we're starting to move down the path of there's one person who's made the bad financial decision, but at least he's got it himself. And then there's who are just proper faking it. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you start to go, mm, what's going on on, on, on the gram? Yeah. There there is so much there is so much fake fakeness going on on the gram. Yeah, heaps, man, heaps, heaps. Don't. Don't let don't let it fool you. Don't let it fool you. Even I tell people about myself. Don't 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 let it fool you. Yeah. You know, like I'm I put out videos. I put out videos because it helps my business. I'm not doing that because I'm oh, Mr. Big Shot. No, it helps my business. Yeah. Helps my business grow. That's why I do it. That's why I'm on the gram. Don't let don't let the car fool you. Yeah, like I I, I bought it and and thankfully I've made my dream come true. Yeah. But man, I got a long way before you before I meet your expectation of how well I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust word, me. Word. Trust me, man. And and I've met them. I've met these kids who are my, uh, probably maybe a couple years older than me, drive the bad cars. And I'm like, and we have a chat. And he's like, yeah, yeah, no, I've got um, three properties. And I'm like, wouldn't ooh. you rather have that? <laughs> I'm like, man, ooh, okay. <laughs> three? Three properties. He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm actually, and, I'm, and, I, and I think I'm, I'm going to be buying my fourth soon. Why? Uh, because they use their money. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and and they use their money intelligently. For me, I'm like, I, I know I'm going to enter the property space in a big way 
particularly by the end of this year, I knew, okay, can I get this car and at the same time still be able achieve to that, still achieve yeah, that? Exactly. I, I can and, and I'm, and I'm going to make that happen. Okay, my, my situation is a little different. But for people who are earning a fixed salary or people who, who, who's, who's, um, who the money they're making is capped, right? So I can, I can make double what I'm making this month than what I made last month. And that's what we're aiming to do. Yeah. I don't have a cap. So yeah. I can go and earn. There's no limit. I can I can go and earn that. Yeah. But for these people who are working a job, get the nice car, and then and then try to preach a fake lifestyle. It's like, man, you, you know, like you're, you're you've put yourself in a very uh, tricky situation. Yeah. And um, but you know what? Ultimately, it's it's sad, but people are going to judge based on that. Yeah. Perception yeah. is your reality, yeah, man. man. I it's, think it's sad though when you see. It's the, sad, but the person that is faking it. That's, they start seeing themselves confused. Like they don't see the real them anymore. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like that person that's driving around the Beamer that isn't actually theirs, but starts actually looking at themselves as a Beamer owner. You know what I mean? Like there's even somebody local who has like, she has a million followers, right? We were trying to get her on the podcast and then she asked for some money to be on. And we were like, we, were, we looked at it again. Cause we were like, maybe, maybe not. We don't really want to pay for anyone to be here. And then we looked at the engagement. It's like you're barely cracking 500 yeah, likes yeah. on a photo. Yeah. So and it doesn't it, it doesn't mean exactly what like, everyone. Not, yeah. don't, like, but in yeah. her mind, she's like, I have a million I'm followers. I can level, charge yeah. for money. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't ever pay anyone to jump. Never, on. No. never. That's what we. Hey, thank you. Now we're now we're yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. The boys. Don't ever. I was like, let's get this person. And then as soon as she said money, I was like, Nah, I don't want it anymore. The reason and and that. If, if she's asking for money, what she's also saying is that your show isn't big enough. Mm. So go make your yeah, show big yeah. enough mm. and yeah, then and then the have thing. her come. And, and No, yep. don't, don't ever pay anyone to jump yep. on that's, this. That's no. the thing. We're going to get to the point where we want, where like people want to come, come on. Come on. Yeah. Like, yeah. Amen, amen. You preach come it. to Australia, you come to Melbourne, preach whatever, it, preach you've it. got to stop by. Preach it, baby. Come on. Hey, if someone's actually doing well, what what it, what can you pay them for them that make yeah, a difference yeah. to their bank account? Yeah, for real, oh, for real. Facts. Come on, man. Especially like, from our position currently, how like, you know, like what what do they expect? You know, yeah. like especially if, the amount that was asked for was like now that I think about like, <laughs> for someone that's doing well, like you're asking for peanuts. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. we're no. paying you. No, no, no. I have a question. Wait, um, oh, okay. I, um, so obviously you are your brand. Would you say you're your brand as well in how you? Uh, how I you yeah yeah or? yeah yeah. I got how? I got my I got my brand and yeah. then personal personal brand yeah. and then and then it just it has an add on effect to to the business. How so. do you move in that? You know, how do you like day to day or meeting people? Do you have to consciously continue to remind you, especially like now you're wearing your you know yeah. your business shirt and yeah, all that? You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. how do you move around with that knowledge of like oh, I actually I'm still representing my business and my personal brand at the same time? Yeah, like yeah, do you, caution yourself in some ways or yeah so if, even if you go to like the, my, my my very early on videos i always wanted to be genuine yeah. Yeah. so i yeah. don't think about branding because my brand is just myself yeah. yep. so i don't need to think about it i'm really just being myself honestly and i think if i hadn't been myself i would have more followers than what i do now mm. if i hadn't been myself i would have been bigger than what i am now but at least when i do get there I, it's going to be off based off genuine 
love. You don't get that slip up that some people get when they've nah, built up a uh, exactly. persona yeah. and hey, then now the real them comes through. You know, yeah. you know, like uh, B Rabbit in Eight Miles. Like yeah. I know everything <laughs> this guy's got to say against me. Hey, before you tell me I'm not doing that well and I and I'm not that rich and I'm not that killer, I'll, I'll tell you, you myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm I'm yeah, working. But real. if you if you don't think I'm going to be, yeah. you're out of your mind. I've <laughs> built I've built this from scratch. Like I have honestly built yeah. what I have done from zero. Like every dollar that has been made has been made as a result of like pure hustle. Yeah. And so the foundations are very strong. Yeah. But uh, I'll, I'll tell you before anyone that I've got a long way to go. Yeah. So What's dope with that though, is like when you're just being yourself, your following or your followers, it's literally because the people like you, yeah. right? Yeah. So you never actually have to, um, you know, fulfill this fantasy in their head. You yeah. know what I mean? Cause, cause those, you know, Instagram models or YouTubers or whatever that are this fake persona for the camera, as soon as they slip up and they don't do that, you just see their numbers dwindle. Yeah, like subscribers that's leave right. and all this. And it's like, bro, that's sad. You can't keep that up your yeah, whole yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I think that's what I like about you, like, because with what you got going on with your car, with your business doing well and so on, you could flex it so many ways, right? But you just choose to be like, nah, that's not me. This is who I am, and I think that's why a lot of people like you for who you are. You know, I mean, like you get like mad respect just because like you've been genuine with the people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, my second question is like. So you obviously start off with your children's business and obviously that's doing well and you were, you're expanding as You're well, probably going right? to ask about the second yeah. business. Real so quick before that though, how have you seen the growth of the tune before we move on from the tune business? How have you seen the growth of that? Like what was the journey of that business? Uh, so before we jump into LGBT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the, the tutoring agency, when my first year that I went full time with it, I had a great year. Mm. Like really, really, really good year, man. I, I was like, I was loving life. Like <laughs> that, I will tell you. I, I, like it was, it was crazy because I was, um, I was around, um, because it's in the past. I'll tell you, I'll tell you numbers because I don't like talking about yeah, numbers. But yeah, it's yeah, in the past, so who cares? It's so I was in in some of our best months, and I was like 19, 20 years old. And I was like just chilling and working at home. Some weeks I didn't really have to even do that, especially when the hours started to come in. In some weeks we would do like three and a half grand profit after everything. Profit. And then I'd be like, all right. And I went and spent that money, man. <laughs> oh, I have nothing to show for it. <laughs> What's the dumbest purchases? Maji. Oh, I think just, like just, just taking out like uh, paying for everything. Yeah, like yeah. Being that person everything. is it? Yeah. Being that, just paying for everything. Like, nice. You go out and you just pay for everything and <laughs> you know dinners and they add up like i think i i i um I, so at one point i probably spent i spent like between 1500 yeah. to 2000 dollars a month just on food that's right you know and it's ridiculous yeah and I, I was always trying to keep up with um with other people and you know and uh but but yeah, like that's that that uh, at some points that business was doing like fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, we some some week we because it, it's very um seasonal. Like maybe at the start of the year we wouldn't do that well, and then during towards the end, it during exam time it, it peaks, and so it makes really crazy money. And we, some weeks we'd even do more than that. Yeah. Um, and I would be like, oh, okay, this is cool, right? Yeah. And I didn't pay attention to my tax. I wasn't paying attention <laughs> to he's coming. GST. I wasn't. I wasn't paying attention to any tax, of that man. stuff, man. Like so. You know, you learn and, and, and you learn from you learn from your mistakes and um so what ended up happening was 
I ended up really figuring out the digital marketing space quite well and I realized that we could really get a lot of students from uh, marketing on Google particularly and that's where my journey of understanding how Google marketing works and the power of it really, really started and that was actually as a direct result of my good friend um, Basil Aridi and um, he was the first person to put me on Google Ads. Like, man, you need to jump on Google Ads. Shout out to Basil. Shout out to Basil, man. (laughs) And he went, went, I'm like, nah, man, I have to get my students... by referrals and stuff. Yeah. He's like, advertise on Google, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, nah, he's like, bro, give me, just let me set it up for you, $10, $20 a day. I'm like, $10, $20 a day? <laughs> bro, I can't, I can't do I that. two kids. I can't, <laughs> afford, I can't afford that. Straight up. And then he goes, man, just, just, just do it. And then see what happens. And yeah. just see what happened. Cause he was doing a lot of reading and even he wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he had I the confidence it. behind his yeah. voice there. <laughs> he did it. And then we started getting like people inquiring at like $5 a lead. And I was like, probably scam spammers in it and i call them and then we made up we made our first dollar from it i'm like oh i'm like basil turn that up (laughs) let's turn this up and we turned it up and then we had entered the google space running google ads and stuff at a time when not many other people Mm. were doing it so it's very cheap for us to get our leads and we scaled man we grew we grew really quickly and then in one year in that year we had grown so quickly and when i was making all that money i did bank some of it and what i did was i said i'm gonna expand nationally the following year and so i used i invested everything plus some um to 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 invest into the business and I ended up expanding, so I ended up recruiting an insane amount of tutors. We we grew to Sydney, to Brisbane, and I thought we were going to have a very same next year. Mm. I thought we were going to continue this momentum. Yeah, yeah. And the worst thing about the business was that for four months in the year, it makes no money. Mm. So all that money I was That's making, holidays, uh, yeah. like yeah, I told you I made like say like three and a half grand, and then there would be four months of making hundred dollars a week yeah. so that three and a half grand doesn't really go a long way when you stretch it out yeah. and so i'm like oh this sucks like i'm not making <laughs> oh, no yeah. money and i'm too stubborn to go get a job yeah i'm yeah. like no nah, i'm not working for anyone um just not working for anyone wow. and that's why i always thought of other ideas and stuff and then that year was the year that it, we we felt a lot of pain because mm. they everyone had seen how we had grown and google ads gets it's it's it it changes based on the cost per click and your cost per click is influenced by the amount of people, well, amount people are willing to bid on that particular click. So Melbourne Shooters, for example, I'm willing to spend $2 a click. Someone else willing to spend $3. You got to spend $3 yeah, now. Yeah, now I'm yeah. willing to spend four. And then there's this big war going on where the cost per click skyrocketed and then it was skyrocketed by 500%. And then oh, we couldn't afford wow. it anymore. Yeah. And then we had all these tutors and I had, I had invested more money than I should have recruiting tutors. Mm. And now I didn't have, the the money to actually get the students and then we really struggled for a long time and that's where my mind started to going and be like damn we really need i need to find a business that operates for 12 months in the year i know it has its good months but it it uh, it can't be a business that's going to help me get to where i want to get to so in terms of the growth of it man it was amazing i i would on a weekend just sit there and interview 15 tutors in a day like half an hour come in interview approved Mm. declined approved and i met so many people I even um, at one of my workshops, and I never, I had always had a rule against this because I was around all my tutors were university students, yeah. and I told my, I told my my best mate, he he even like mentored me, and, and he ended up becoming a um a, like a partner in it, and he and he took a small um small share of the business, yeah. and he would advise me on, on how to build the systems, and I was at the workshop, I was at a workshop with him, and I'm like, and I was like telling tell him we had 25 tutors there, and then one tutor walks in, I'm like, ooh. She's cute, right? <laughs> Straight up, man. And then, and then, um, 
I go to him, hey man, like it's wrong. Uh, I'm like, business and pleasure. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, it's wrong, right? You can't, you can't, I can't do that. And then he goes, why, why not? Like, <laughs> I'm like, didn't you, didn't you say you shouldn't like yeah, yeah. do that? Like, because he's got experience. Like, in the terms of, he knows it's not a smart idea to mix yeah. business and yeah. pleasure. And he goes, bro, she's a private tutor. You're not going to have her in the office every day. Like, she's just going to whatever. Like, get students. Like, go shoot your shot. And I'm like. All right, I'm gonna shoot my shot, and then I'm like, "Hey, you know, like you were great." I, I think I asked like this girl who was like my assistant at the time. I said, "Can you organize like a one-on-one meeting?" Yeah, yeah. I just want to. I just want to. I want to meet all my tutors one-on-one, and straight up, like sh- I, I'm not even joking, one-on-one meeting. And then we ended up. Um, we ended up after the meeting. She was the last person. I'm like, hey, um, she's like, oh, I'm gonna go to work. I'm like, where do you work? She's like, here. And I'm like, oh, I'll drop you off. And then I dropped her off. And then we just started talking. She goes, oh, thank you for dropping me off. I owe you a coffee. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> and she ended up becoming my girlfriend for a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, no. But Big man. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, yeah, that was just a little, little funny story in there. But um, yeah. So that I'm that was. That, Wait, what am I saying? That, so that's what I got out. Of, that's what I got out. Of um, the, the, the tutoring business, and that was the only tutor. Yeah, because yeah, I yeah. actually I, I did feel like there was a bit bit of a connection. Yeah. So um, yeah. yeah, sometimes that happens. But um, yeah, so so that that was my experience with the business, man. It was it was all filled with ups and downs and tough times, yeah. and um, and we we expanded nationally. At one point, I was in talks to do a tutoring platform app, and I was wow. talking to big investors. I was talking to um, I pitched uh, the CEO of Seek.com. Oh wow! Yeah, at Crown, yeah. I, I went and pitched him, and um, and that was really an incredible experience too, and. That was so nice about it, and you know, we we tried raising, you know, like hundreds yeah. of thousands of dollars, and that that just learning how to raise money and and what I had to do for yeah. it, and that was a fantastic experience. But that's pretty much where the tutoring agencies, uh, um, I guess, story concludes. It still runs yeah. and it still operates, and I've still got um, a general manager who pretty much is is employed to to run the business take all the phone calls and and we're trying to think of some ideas to have the business start making some money but you know last year wasn't that profitable like it would make a little bit but it it just i didn't really allocate a lot of time to it so it would it would do enough to pay everyone's salaries mm. but I, I i need to try and find a way where the business can do well enough where if pays everyone else and then also money goes into an account that i don't look at for example yeah, that'd be yeah, nice, yeah, nice. Yeah, like yeah, just set up yeah. an account I don't look at it and it makes its money and then I'm, I'm just, I'm getting my salary from my, my digital oh, agency yes, anyways. Yeah, let yeah, me yeah. Li- live off as little as I possibly can and have this uh, business just filling up yeah, a bank account wow, somewhere wow. that yeah. I'm not paying attention to. Yeah. That I guess is, is, a, is a good bonus is that I don't have to start another business to earn an income. I just mm. have to kind just of- funnel a bit Funnel a little, little, bit, yeah. little yeah. bit more energy yeah, into yeah, this yeah. one, yeah. So you're saying that's yeah. kind of self-sustaining right now. It's self-sustaining. Yeah. Like our systems, I spend so much time. Our systems are perfect. We, we're we still ranked one of the top uh, on Google because of our SEO strength. We, yeah, we yeah. know how to rank businesses on Google. Yeah. So the tutoring agency ranks on Google and we get, you know, over a hundred leads a month right. from, from students. And it's just that our model isn't fantastic because for four months in the year, we make very little money. Um, there's little, very little margins. It's like, it's it's hard, and then you match the, the the students and the tutors. And I, I when it was doing well, I used to stay on top of every tutor. Yeah. Like I would call them, and I call parents, and I'd make sure that they, they I would spend fifteen hours a day just making sure that hours were taking place, and that's why I was doing well. But for me to pay someone 
those amount of hours, it yeah. would just not be profitable. Yeah, yeah. And I was, it was, so it was working out when it was just me. But yeah. when now it's just someone working and, you know, they do their Monday to Friday or like a couple of days a week or whatever it may be, it's not the same. And mm. it just doesn't, it doesn't translate to enough. So now we're trying to think of ideas like, okay, what, what else can we really, well, at the end of the day, we're getting leads. These leads need something. They need education. They need private tuition. What can we offer them so that we can start, leveraging and, and, and increasing the the LTV, which is the lifetime value of each customer. Yeah. Maybe we can sell them a course, maybe a workshop, maybe something else. And, and that could be our kind of uh, yeah. our way of generating more, more business. Mm. And so we're, we're still trying to figure that out, but yeah. we'll get there. Wow, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Love that. So <laughs> you got children business, your marketing business, you published a book. We're going to get into that in a second as well. And you're so big into like fitness as well. Yeah. So, so tell us about your journey in terms of that as well, because you used to do what? My, what was it? Uh, boxing, martial arts. Ah, uh, kickboxing. And you know, we was got a little kick- bit of research. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't martial arts. Let, but, me, but, let me have a look here. Man. Karate and kickboxing. Yeah. Martial okay. Arts, so, you, oh, so kickboxing and karate. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so how do you find so. the time to do all that and also to balance that healthy lifestyle as well? So. I probably wouldn't say I'm like the the go-to person for, you know, balancing lifestyle because probably for the majority of those years I, I would just not not train at all and and um and and not really pay attention to what I'm eating and stuff, but I I I now I'm in a position now I'm like found my balance yeah, yeah. a bit better, right? Yeah, yeah. And for me whatever I do I end up trying to do it uh, I'm I'm just I'm always na- aiming for number 1. Like I'm always trying to do it at my best of my ability. So like when I start running I don't just want to run. I want to do something crazy. I want to yeah. do crazy kilometers. I want to break records uh like for myself. So for me I would I would probably say when I began to understand that me taking 2 hours out of my day to ensure that my food and my uh, my fitness were on par, when I understood that was actually giving me a return as well, I started to justify more time mm. towards it. Okay, so there are some people that I would say shouldn't be justifying finding time for the gym. They should be working. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's what, I, in my opinion, like yeah, I know, yeah, I know yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, yeah. but hey, you know, like this, there's a time for everything. Yeah, as long as you're not killing yourself, yeah, yeah, there, yeah. there is a solid six months you could potentially do where just go and allocate all your time to work, right? Because you need to bring up your cash. You need to bring up your business. When I got into a, a position where I employed enough people in the business. We're now, um, so we're, we're a team of, I would say five, but four people in, in the office all the time. And the fifth person is the general manager and she'll come in a few days a week. But the, the, when I employed those, the three boys, Waleed, Travis and Danny, those three boys now can action every deliverable. So when, we, when I close a website deal or, or a contract, they're the ones who make sure that the client gets the results, right? Yeah, yeah. I know how to do it but I don't need to sit there and do the website do it, anymore yeah. or do the design or I'm now trying to just get more work in mm-hmm. and feed it to them. And then they, they help, they help, they can take on more work. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm now in a different position. I'm no longer, I, I've already got my team. I need to be in peak position and I need to be in peak condition when I get to work because I've got my, my like I can work more than this, but I've got my nine to five where I can speak to other business owners and when I speak to them, I need to be like ready to go, machine. Yeah, yeah, I'm on the phone. I'm in a meeting. Yeah, my facts. pitch. I'm not tired. Yeah. I'm not sluggish. I'm not feeling lazy. And and that was that's what was happening when I was eating poorly and and not training. Yeah. So I'm like, 
what I need to do is I need to fix my food. I need to fix my health because that's going to make sure my nine to five, when I can actually speak to the business owners, is more effective. So then I began to justify it. So I think my encouragement would be if you can see that your health is going to give you a return, it's going to keep you happy, yeah, it's going to right. give you stress-free, then then that'll become easier for you to justify the time. And I started going to the gym, I lost weight, I felt healthy again, I started running, I felt strong, I felt good, mm-hmm. and I would just get to work. And and this is something that I guess I'm proud of. Like, I I don't, like there, most entrepreneurs who will get say the night like a nice car or, or or grow their business, they'll always preach the opposite, particularly in the network marketing space, the the MLMs and the pyramid schemes oh, and all okay, that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, though, <laughs> why well, we like this guy's got a, it's called tiered marketing. Huh? Tiered marketing, no, trying no, to pyramid schemes. make it sound nice. Tiered yeah, oh, tiered marketing. <laughs> nah, okay. Are you in it? Nah, nah right. you're not in it. <laughs> nah, all right, so I can speak freely. Nah, nah, I'm not offending I'm, anyone. I'm clowning it too much. Bro. That's why he started laughing. Okay, good. Okay, good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy. <laughs> this podcast if we, I don't have to Robert Kiyosaki I should go to book that supports it I don't know if you know the book yeah. look there's a business structure it's fantastic man the yeah. people at the top are making a lot of money so why wouldn't he support it yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> no, that's true hey man drop drop a bomb on that like you know like let's hear I want to hear this you know so like they what they'll do is they'll preach this idea of what entrepreneurship is and that goes back to the myth and that is that is not working much and still making money that that is relaxing and still making money those two things are really contradictory right and I'll tell you right now, there isn't any entrepreneur that I have met and I've met a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot, because I've went out of my way to interview them. So as an entrepreneur at 23, being in business for four or five years, I've probably met more entrepreneurs than the average entrepreneur would meet because Mm. being entrepreneurship is extremely lonely. You spend most of your time alone, but I would go out there and really make an effort to meet people. There isn't one entrepreneur that I know that has created any source of wealth for themselves or growing their business to any particular position wild, that yeah. relaxes yeah. and yeah. has chill days no. and is like just working three hours a day. No. They'll That's at impossible. least at least a nine to five, but they're showing up every single day. Yeah. You know, they, they they are there. And and those who are a bit more relaxed and are traveling a bit more, they would have already done that. They would have spent their 10 years building the foundations and building their revenue streams to be able to do that. So when I say I show up to work, I'm when I get to work, I'm like like this, like jittering, like just on phone calls. I'm close, like I'm like I will I will happily preach the fact that it is hard work that I'm doing every day. Yeah. And that's where, and so if I'm doing well, okay, because my business is making more money and stuff and I'm not doing that, like that's requiring a ridiculous amount of stress yeah. and effort. And that's not for everyone. Like today was a very difficult day, really difficult. Like I'm, I'm, I'm happy now, I'm relaxed. I'm talking to you boys and I've forgotten about all the stress of work. But as soon as these headphones come on and I get in my car, I'm going to go back to that because yeah. I've got a lot of stress right now. Yeah. There's a lot of weight on my shoulders. There are clients I'm trying to please. There are deals I'm waiting on closing. Oh, yeah. I'm waiting on them to close. I'm <laughs> like, God, please. Like uh, every time I have a chat with him, I'm like, God, please help me get this car. God, yeah. please. I won't ask for anything else. And I get the car and then I'm like, God, please, this contract, man. <laughs> one more thing. One Just more one more thing. contract, yeah, man. Yeah, please. Yeah, just let yeah, me. Yeah. And then uh, yesterday, we, I, I really wanted to close this deal and we closed it. And I'm like, I'm like oh, thanks, bro. <laughs> hey, bro. What? One more question. Man. Like, can, can we, and then literally, and that's, and that's, and that's, I'll, I'll drive and I'll, and I'll, and I'll talk like that. And, um, 
and I'm like, hey man, just one more thing, like, and and that that's what it is. There's always there's always more. There's always uh, more stress. And when I get to work, I'm like, it's it's so intense. Uh, I'm like dealing with a problem here. And then Walid goes to me, uh, oh man, there's an issue. And I'm like, okay, tell me something I don't know. Like, <laughs> all right, fix this. And and then him and over here. And then a meeting. Now I got to go here. And then I got to make a call. And it's literally like I be, my lunch break is sitting in front of my computer for five minutes. I chuck on one YouTube video. It's usually a David Dobrik vlog or a quick, yeah. uh, you know, interview or something. And I'm just eating. And then I'm back to it. And 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 sometimes I'm in the office at you know six o'clock in the morning, six thirty in the morning, and I'm doing that until you know six seven o'clock in, in in the afternoon and this is it this is now i'm a bit better back when i when i wasn't worrying about my health i would do that till 11 o'clock mm. and i would literally like when i was in when i was studying in my home home office at home in my st small study i put a bed in my room because i read the elon musk book um which is his biography yeah. and he would sleep for one or two hours a day and then keep working so i'm like okay i'm not gonna go upstairs and sleep i'm just gonna take a nap <laughs> and I would try to sleep two out twenty. I would try to work oh, twenty nah, hours. Man. I went through that, yeah. and I'd, I went through that where like my eyes are like twitching, and I'm like, <laughs> like falling asleep, and then like I'm like, oh well, this isn't very efficient. Yeah, I think nah. I'm gonna kill myself yeah. now, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So this this lifestyle is is so ridiculously intense. I don't want people to really feel like they're missing out on much, man. Like Jerry Suckers, if you don't know him, look him up. And he is probably one of the most underappreciated uh, entrepreneurs, even though he's very well known and, and everyone in this, in our space really gives him his props. Yeah. Like this guy could, should be worldwide famous for what he's done. He's come from nothing. And I interviewed him on my podcast. Mm. He's come from nothing. And he runs at 30, I think he's 33 or 30, 32 or 34. He runs <laughs> one of Australia's largest apps and games company. Yeah. Wow. So if you think I've done well, I've got four employees, three employees. Yeah. He has 50 full-time staff, yeah. That's right? Crazy. Like app developers. So think about just how well they're yeah. doing, yeah. right? Wow, wow, they, wow. They, they, they've done work That's for crazy. Disney, for Nickelodeon. Yeah. They, they did the Jumanji app. They did Lego versus Batman. They did um, Batman. They did Lego versus Batman. Uh, sorry, Lego, uh, Lego Batman. They yeah. did yeah. Superman versus oh, Batman. Batman yeah. They did, uh, the yeah. recent drama, they, they're, they're huge. And he said something and he goes, for those that think that this money thing comes and brings you happiness, how on earth did we make that money? By being stressed out, <laughs> like all the time. Like he think about the stress he has to endure. Like, yeah, he walks home and probably is like happy with what he sees in his bank account and his money. Like, yeah, that's great. But trust me, on the other side of that is a ridiculous amount of stress yeah, and of it's difficult. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure what you asked for me to get here, but yeah, that's it. Still. Question, yeah. What is yeah. his actual um company name? Uh, Playside Studios. Playside, yeah. yeah. And yeah. and his Instagram is Jerry Suckers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a bit about your book, The First Step. So that was published uh, last year, was it? Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the book and how you started and why <clears> you decided to write one. So the reason I decided to write the book was I was at a seminar and I used to go to a lot of these like personal development workshops. So I went to a seminar and one of the guest speakers had a workshop on writing a book yeah. and he said something really interesting. He goes, a book is just a business card on steroids, yeah. <laughs> right? I like that, man. Yeah. He said, you know, like you may make, like say he, he, there was this really popular author who made, I think he was like, oh, he made 40 grand from book sales, but he, then he made $10 million from the opportunities his book, gave, being an author yeah. gave him. Yeah, of course. And I'm like, all right, well, I have already tried running a business and now my business is not making me an income for four months. What if I lose that? 
what do I have? And that was always my question. What do I have? What's something that no one can take away from me? I can lose my digital agency very quickly. That's always a big stress of mine. Trust me, I think about it a lot. The reason I can lose it is because if a recession hits, we're a marketing company. Yeah. And so we're, when, when, uh, when we're relying on a business doing well to pay us, mm. if that business goes under, we lose our contracts. And so in a recession, that's typically You're what happens. First, yeah, we're probably one of the first. Yeah. yeah. And the, but- we're working, we're working on solving that. And the way we're going to solve it is by becoming uh, guaranteed results. Yeah. So if we can guarantee that a business is going to put a dollar in and get $3 out, for example, then we're not an expense, we're, yeah. we're an investment. Yeah. So that's how we work to fix it. But just generally speaking, it can, it can go. So I can lose my business. I can lose the tutoring agency. I can lose a job. Not that I, I can see myself ever working for anyone, but I can lose that. But what can I lose? Personal branding. Yeah. I can't lose the fact that people know who I am and respect me or or are aware or or you know would be willing to take a meeting with me. I can reach out to certain people and take a meeting with people that say others would not get that meeting yeah. with. Like you know I've, because of the personal brand, because of my Instagram. And writing a book was just a step in that direction. That's why I wrote it because I knew that I would be able to leverage this to then build on my personal brand. I'd be a 22-year-old at the time who wrote and published his book. That's crazy. Bro. Yeah. That's, not, that's not normal. So it's like now, and then I also was like, all right, what am I going to write about? I know a lot of people struggle with starting. People say, um, you know, I have an idea, but I don't know where to start. Let me write a book to solve that problem because I know I can fix this. I've done it. I've, I've never had an action take. I've never had an issue taking action. I've always taken action very quickly. I've never like been like stuck on an idea. I just execute right away. So I'm going to write a book about that. And then I'm like, how can I add some credibility to my book and still at the same time build my network? So then I started interviewing people for the book. That part's sick about it. Yeah. Okay. That's the sick part about and that, it. Man. That's what a book is. It's yeah. an excuse to then get yeah, in touch with 100%. some really big people. Wow. And some of a big, big like connections that I have made have been as, as a result of the book. You know, like, what's a doctor? Um, what Fad Dizuki uh, and Demetrios and Dr. As well. Demetrios yeah. as well. Like that—that that was a great connection. Um, he's incredibly intelligent, doctor of entrepreneurship and innovation. Mm-hmm. And first, or first, when I first sat down with him, it was actually supposed to be like more of a debate than anything because I didn't think you can teach entrepreneurship. Yeah. And then we ended up becoming good friends. Like yeah. I love him. He yeah. is such wow. a such a good guy. Like yeah. he's incredible. Um, Fad Dizuki is one of Australia's most successful Lebanese entrepreneurs. Like they- What does he do? Well, what is oh, he so he, Have you ever been like, uh, well, hopefully uh, you haven't been to hospitals often, but the Zuki cafes, they've got contracts. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. They, two, yeah. uh, over 200 cafes. In, yeah, in yeah, yeah. They've got- they, I just saw something recently, actually. There was an article about the- mm. oh, maybe, Probably. Was it, maybe it was I, you I that think shared, I shared it. Even, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, on my Facebook because yeah. his dad- um, but his dad's always being featured and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. His dad um, owns a law firm as well. They own a law firm. Wow. They're, they're huge. Like, Fad Dizuki, I'll tell you a little bit. I'll wow. tell you a story for, uh, just to show you the level. When I talk about success, don't look up to me, anyone. Look up don't to look, who you're looking up Look to up me. to these guys. Yeah. Look up mm. to Jerry, someone like Jerry, yeah. real success. Look up to someone like Fad Dizuki. That's real, real success, yeah. right? And the more you make money and, I guess, grow in business, you start to go, Wow, man, these guys are really successful. Yeah. Fadi is Lebanese and he loves his country, yeah. right? He loves Lebanon. And in Lebanon, um, uh, like something a lot of families have is like 
well, if they are like really generational, their grandparents or their, their parents, parents, parents would have had somewhere where they have like a lot of olive trees and a large, large lands and olive trees and stuff like that. Uh, I went, I, I became good friends with his son, um, Jerome, who's a really good friend of mine. And he invited us up, I think it was for his birthday to their holiday home out in like a, like they had they bought like a farm and like that it's like nice. a, yeah it's like a beautiful holiday home yeah. and it was like 18 uh, 1800 uh, olive trees and i said to him i'm like i'm like hey like oh man like this is amazing the house is beautiful i'm like like congrats because i think they had just finished renovating i'm like congrats like i'm like fadi um what what made you buy this? Because <laughs> you know, like it's cost money. Like I was thinking, like why don't you just buy somewhere nice, a wife farm? Yeah. And he goes, oh, he goes. I, I, he loves. It. He always visits Lebanon. He goes. Um, I want. I want to make sure I said this. I say this right because it was, it's like a movie scene. He goes something along the lines of, I couldn't be in Lebanon all the time, so I thought I'd bring Lebanon to me. Bro, that's a different uh, level. What's that kind of money? Bro, it gives me goosebumps, man. Was like, it, was it the one that came to to the book launch as well? Yes, he was at my book yeah, launch. Yeah, he did the little he, speech. Yes, yeah. Uh, that, that's fair. The way he presented himself, I was like, man, this guy's big time. Big <laughs> no, time. like I had big no time. clue what he does, who he is. Just I just it. saw him the way he approached, and I was like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> Trust I was like, me. I was like, Leah, who is this? I was like, fixing up your suit. Even the suit was. I was like, Leah, who is this guy? Yeah. No, no, big time, man. I'm telling you, like, mad respect, bro. Like, and that came from the book. That that came, like, I obviously I had known, I had known. I, I knew his son. Yeah. I had met his son, and then that, and then I, I was introduced to Fadi. Mm. But that relationship wouldn't have developed if no, I didn't have an excuse. I, yeah. I, I I reached out to his assistant to then get him. I didn't go through his son. I went reach out to his yeah. assistant. I wanted to do it officially, yeah. and then I got his got the meeting, and and then he supported that. And his that's that's one example. Someone like that. At least Fadi's out in the in the limelight. My 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 cousin's dad. Mm. So my, my like my uncle. He's also like these. These guys are people who are proper successful, man. Yeah, like yeah. he's he's an architect, massive property developer. Like when we talk figures, man. Like <laughs> he's insane. Like in, insane in terms of the amount of success. And when I sit with them, he's he's he's. When I sit with them, his name's Nadal Amachi. Amachi Architects is his business. And when I sit and I'm like talking and the way they carry themselves, you go, man, this is real money. Yeah. It's real money, man. These guys, whoa, man, the people they hang around with. So, um, so yeah, anyway, so I used the book as an ex- as a as a as a leverage tool to meet with them and to interview yeah. them, and then I ended up uh, self publishing it. No one would really want to. Pu- no one published it. I, I reached out to try and get someone to pay for the publishing, and I ended up just putting up my money, and and also um, books can be ghost written. But I wrote the entire thing myself, and and that took uh, twelve months to do. Okay, I was going to ask you yeah. how long was that? Period Twelve months. Day. I wrote. I wrote an hour a day okay. in the mornings, wow. and it was more uh, more than anything a uh, uh, spirit. Uh, what is it? Like I would just let my stress out writing, mm-hmm. you know, and then it kind of just formed into the book, and um, and then the last three months of it, I spent around three four hours a day putting it together, Probably, and yeah. and ended up uh, publishing. So. Yeah. I think I've seen you mention before that think, think and Grow Rich started all. What do you mean by that? Or richest man in Babylon. No, uh, Think and Grow Rich, uh, The Richest Man in Babylon. Are you talking about the books? The book, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So The Richest Man in Babylon was the oh, first that book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first book that helped me actually understand how money works. And not a lot of people actually understand how it works. Like it's very simple. Spend less than you earn. Put aside money and get have your money work for you. The yeah. simplest way to become rich. 
and I still don't even have that figured out because I, sp- yeah. I, I, I'm always trying to ex- control my spending. You know, I still have a bad habit of like going out and and you know taking yeah. care of bills and it, it just spending money, yeah. right? But mm. there, there's a very simple way to to become rich. Like you don't actually have to earn a lot of money. You stop. just have to yeah spend. Like, uh, let me give you an example. There's a guy who makes, say, 20 grand a year, and at the end of that year, his expenses were $20,000. And then he gets a pay rise. How much money does he have by the end of the second year? We should have the pay rise only, really, isn't it? How, how much? What's, what would that be? What do you reckon he would have? So if, if he made $20,000 in one year, at the end of that year, he, his expenses were 20 grand. What he, and then he got a, got a pay rise to $40,000. What would he have by the end of that second year? Six forty thousand, maybe or six. Nothing as well, because it's clearly it doesn't it have not? good. Standards. Yes, great answer, right? The answer, yeah, yeah, the yeah, answer people give is like twenty grand, yeah. because now his expenses should be twenty. But no, most people match their oh, expenses. Start moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. really, facts, really, man. like, okay, someone could be making a million dollars a year, but if their expenses are nine hundred and fifty yeah. grand, they're making fifty. Yeah. If someone's making fifty grand a year and their expenses are twenty five, like, or oh, hundred grand a year and then their expenses are, are twenty five, they're making seventy five, which yeah. is better than that person making a million. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think. That was the first book. Think and Grow Rich started it because um, I was reading a, a chapter in that book where he was talking about the like. I, I just really quickly put together my my idea was like quickly put together a resume. Then in the book was like no, spend a lot of time putting together your resume for like as an example. Then you'll spend less time achieving the actual, like actually getting a job. Mm. Instead of putting together a crappy resume and then spending two months trying to find a job, spend 10 hours putting together a fantastic resume and get a job right away. And doing that, I was able to get my next job very, very quickly. And that comes back to the idea of like sharpening your axe. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and like the, the story is like of the guy who is hitting down the tree with a blunt axe and he's like hitting it and hitting it and hitting it and hitting it. And this guy watching him and he watches him for an hour, two hours, three hours. A whole day goes past and he comes back and he, the guy's still hitting the tree. And he goes up to him and he goes, mate, why don't you just sharpen your axe? <laughs> and the guy looks at him, he pauses, looks at the tree, looks at his axe, looks back at him and he goes... I don't have time. And he kept on hitting <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. right? And that's how most people think. Yeah, like, no, you do. if you had just spent an yeah. hour sharpening your axe, yeah. you would get this tree down quicker. That's, crazy, that's what man. Thinking Grow Rich did. And obviously, think the thinking rich, being, being in the mentality of attracting certain things into your life and the law of attraction comes into that. Um, that that's really what made me start and go, you know what, I'm going to set a goal to make this much and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to believe it's going to happen and, and then it's going to come true. And, and I still use that stuff till today. But yeah. Wow, and um, you also got a course on Udemy, as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a little bit of that. Man. I yeah, it was yeah. today that you shared something. It was like you typed something, and it was like literally like the second. Yeah, yeah. So on, on the Udemy platform, it's uh, it's number two for for the, like oh, a, a start, starting a business course. That's yeah, a big platform, man. I know. Yeah, no. I, like I got quite lucky with that. Like it's been up there for, for a while. Yeah. I don't. I don't really want to appear like a serial entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. I don't want it to look like I've written a book and I've done this course and no, I've got no, my tutoring yeah. agency. All I do twenty four like for most of my time is just my. I'm a. I'm. I'm. A, I'm the owner of a digital marketing agency. Yeah. yeah. What I do really, really well is help. A, particularly uh, service-based businesses in the trades building and construction space is actually our, our specialty. Mm. So building trades building construction, we help these businesses get more business and develop incredible websites. That is what I'm the best at yeah. in yeah. terms of me as a skill. I'm not saying I'm better than anyone, but I'm saying that's what I'm the best at doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The book I did 
a year and a bit ago. My course I did like two years ago. Um, my tutoring agency I started four years ago. Like, yeah, those those are those are still it, it going. Kinda, yeah, sounds, you know yeah. what I mean? But I don't want to. I don't want it to look like I'm like every day. I'm like I'm doing something Pushing about my books. book yeah, and I'm doing yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm I'm all That's digital market. My digital yeah. agency. You know what I mean? But yeah, I did a course on Udemy yeah. and. My, my course on Udemy is just a video version of my book. Yeah, and I did that just because I knew not a lot of people would want to read it. And not, like people didn't want to read it, can just watch it online. And I also thought always thought of value. You know, like I wanted something of value to give to people. My course is gets sold for like $100 on Udemy. But if I can chat with someone and go, hey, man, I'm going to send you a free link. Now that's worth something to someone because I've saved them hundred dollars right yeah. but they may have not bought the course but it's still something i can offer you to gave them a hundred dollars. yeah like like for example well, um I, I, I gave you a copy of my book right yeah. now that that will mean something to you and you're you're not going to throw it away because it's a book Hopefully. you can't really throw a book yeah. away. no think have you ever thrown a book away nah, it's no you finished reading it but it's up there you never people people can't throw books away man yeah, it's yeah. weird no. think about like how weird you would feel grabbing a book and throwing it in the bin no. i've got pri like books novels that i bought from primary school like fiction novels even that i still have to this day i'm probably not ever going to read them again it's hard man but i'm looking at like yeah no nah, that it's feels hard weird, man. man i've never done it not the same as like a movie or a when you can't throw a book away, it's really yeah. strange. It's like, you just feel like there's like so much effort in that book. Yeah, yeah. And so I just, um, yeah, I did that course and it wasn't really to make money. It was to, to be able to offer something mm. more to people. You just, you know, Jim Rohn talks about this and Jim Rohn's Tony Robbins mentor and, you know, he, he passed away, but he has lectures on, on YouTube that are worth millions of dollars. And he talks about value and he goes, ultimately you're, income is going to be a reflection on the amount of value you can give. Yeah. If we develop a system that's going to guarantee businesses a way to make more money, I promise you we will scale to millions and millions of dollars yeah. the quickest yeah. doing it that way because I have something of value to add to the marketplace. But if I don't have any value, then I have nothing to offer people. Like I, I have something to offer. I can give you my book. I can give you my course and these are gifts. There's there's something of value I can yeah. offer to you. Yeah. And uh, there's something of value. I can stand in front of a... I went to Swinburne University as a guest speaker and there was 200 students in the room. And I said, this is my course, what I've done, blah, blah, blah. My course gets sold for this much. And towards the end, I'm like, I'm going to give away the entire course to every single one of you here for free. Yeah. And oh, what's that? Come on, like, <laughs> happy. But what, you get a course, you get a course. Yeah. Right. Exactly, yeah, right. but what no. did it cost? What did it cost me yeah. to give it to them for free? I, nothing. It, nothing. Hundred percent. It, it, but they wouldn't. I wouldn't have had two hundred people buy it. But now two hundred people are appreciative of. Yeah. I had something to offer them, yeah, I feel and that. and that's why I um yeah I did that course too. That value. Um, I remember. I've only I think ever seen one like snippet that pop. You know, they they pop up. Uh, what was his name even? The lecturer guy there. Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn. Yeah. There was one, I remember this one snippet about the value thing as well. And I like, I'm not even, I'm still navigating this space of understanding how to, I mean, I only just read Rich Dad Poor Dad like last year, man. First book in like four years that I've read, man. <laughs> I count myself smart and all that, but I never read for yeah. some reason. Yeah? yeah. So I only just started doing this recently. Yeah. And I saw this snippet and it stuck with me about this value thing. It's like, you don't get paid um, per hour or be, like you think we're getting, you're getting paid because of the hours you're working, but it's like, they're saying no, the value you offer gives you 
require gives you this much amount of money. So it's like if you thought you were getting paid by the hour or something, then you may as well just be at home and do the work at home and get paid rather than having to come in and stuff That's like right. that. Yeah. So it's like if you want to get more money or whatever, then just add more value to yourself and that opens up another opportunity to like expand. Like that's crazy, man. That's, that's that's true. No yeah. one looks at it in that kind of way, man. No. And then when when you understand that, you start to actually have some faith and hope. Mm. And I think that that was the most significant thing to me. You know, being a young kid, no money, broke, and then watching a video like that, and I'm like, wow, all I have to do is just make myself better. Yeah. And I can. It's pretty get better. simple. In I mean, there's effort yeah. in that and all that, but it's such a simple concept the that concept. so many yeah, people yeah, don't yeah. want to grasp or aren't even. It's not. Like we're not aware. It's just people live as if that's not I what we should do. The, the what's it called? The discipline required. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe that, that's, like yeah, everyone's yeah. like, oh, that's dope. That's dope. But uh, I don't really <laughs> want to do that. It's kind of like losing weight or something, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. that's dope, but 20 kilos is a lot of weight to have to lose, and we're gonna have to grind for like. A year oh, or six know. months or whatever. So and then they just get like whatever. I'll just stay fat. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I got an idea. It's a scenario. This is, this you is know? Going I got an idea. It's dope. I want to start a business. Number one, how do I go in a bed? How do I search the market? What do I start? Um. <clears throat> so you want to you want to start a business? I want to start a business. So number do you, one, do you know what your business is? I oh, know this is just scenarios. Kind of. No, I I, I know, oh. but like in this scenario, yeah. does the person know what? Because oh, okay, okay. because everyone falls oh. into multiple categories. Yeah. Category number one is I have an idea. Yeah. I don't know where to start, okay. or I know I want to start and I'm willing to, but I don't have an idea. And then it's like I don't know where to start. I don't have an idea, but I know I want to be in business. Okay. It's like this weird you know thing. It's, it, this is weird, but I want to explore all three. But we'll start with the first. Oh, damn, one. Bro, this is gonna be a long ass episode. <laughs> Let's go to the first got time one. for that. I, I have an idea. <laughs> I have an idea, but I don't know where to start. So where would you direct me? How do I search the market? That's a that's a big yeah. thing. Like, yeah. how do I know that people need this? You know what I mean? Because usually you start a business with something that you like, something that you're passionate about, so on, so yeah. on, right? But then it's like, how do I know this will be successful? How do I know that these people will, you know, jump on what I'm doing and so on, so on? So how do I kind of go out there and search if this is needed? So there is two two kind of like roads we can kind of go down on okay, this, yeah. right? The first one being that if you're if you have an idea of a business that already exists, yeah, researching the market is the easiest thing in the world yeah. because you can just take a look at the big dogs and remodel exactly what they're doing. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You can just take a look at what they're doing. So I wanted to start a tutoring agency. That model has existed for years. Yeah. Yeah. I just had to take a look at what they're doing. I figured out where they got their tutors. I advertised there. I figured out how they marketed to students. I advertised there. I figured out the pay structure. Did they pay tutors 10%, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60% of, of the hourly rate, 70%? What did they do? I researched that. I figured it out. Did they have contracts? I figured that out. Did they need an ABN? I figured that out. And I would just take a look at these businesses. What pages did they have on their website? They had a home about us. Oh, Okay, maybe they they all have an about us page. All these maybe it's because parents really love to know about the tutoring agency first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got to make sure I have an about us page. Do they all have websites? Well, this business over here, 
is small and they don't have a website but this one's huge and they've got a nice website i'm gonna have to go and get a website and so now i start to get indications of exactly what i need to do yeah. that's an easy way to go about it what most people would try and do and this is where most most entrepreneur want to be entrepreneurs will shoot themselves in the foot is they try coming up with an idea that has never been created before and then they pretty much put themselves in a position that yeah is almost destined to fail. They try to come up with this concept that is like this algorithm that predicts this and it's like, oh, bro, <laughs> you haven't started a business yet. Like there is so much more to this. Yeah. Go and yeah. start a yeah. business yeah. that yeah. has already been done before. Try to do a great job at it. Understand how the ropes of entrepreneurship works before you go and try to come up yeah. with this ridiculous concept. Um, and 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 that's pretty much I think why most people. What I would say to most people who have have an idea. If if your idea is like abstract and it's like a software and you have to raise a million dollars to do it, slow down a little bit. I don't want to discourage anyone, but slow down a little bit and and yeah. and, and and try to go for something that's a little bit more. Yeah, it does make sense to be like. Okay, sure, I'll have this idea that's going to be different, crazy, cool and all that, but okay, can I actually run a business around that as well? Because it's different to have the idea and it to catch people's eyes, but can you do the business side of that yep. stuff as well? So if you can actually just do something that's smaller, that's already existing as you well, and you're managing that, it's like get yourself in a position where, okay, if I do want to make take that risk or that bold, you know, shoot my shot at this idea, then you're at a better position than someone who's just at the idea only. Like, yeah. It's pretty hard to do it just from that, you know, yeah. that space. Yeah. See, see, the thing is that happens when you um, get into business is that you develop a network, you hopefully make money. So now yeah. you've got money to invest. If you ever get a, a crazy idea, you have the experience on how to market. You know what you need, what steps you need to take. You've learned your lessons. Um, I, I've learned many lessons in business. You know, many many lessons. The importance of having contracts, agreements, systems. Um, the how how to outsource uh, tedious tasks overseas, you know, data entry using platforms like Upwork, hiring staff overseas to send out emails, to do follow ups, yeah. to to do a data entry, send invoices. Yeah. Um, you learn how to understand the psychology of the market, how to do copyright, how to uh, how to negotiate, how to deal with tough times, how to stay in a positive state. I can literally go on this entire podcast, the amount of things that I have learned, I couldn't have learned them unless I was in business. And all these things are necessary for you to be a successful entrepreneur. And it's very rare that someone is naturally going to have that yeah. from the get-go. It's not impossible, but it's just very rare. And so if I was to speak to the majority of people, I would say, try and come up with an idea that is existent and add your little twist to it. So tutoring agencies existed, but when I looked at them, I'm like, these are all boring. Like these websites are boring. They're run by old people. So I just decided that my angle was going to be bringing personality to the tutoring space. Yeah, yeah. So that way, what I did was I had young tutors. We took photos. We did videos. We uh, we we spiced things up. We um, had personality. And so I started a business model that was very normal like it's it's mm. simple on how to run a tutoring yeah. agency but i had my own unique angle to it and so that would be my advice but if you have an idea and it's a business model that exists then go and research how these companies are doing it and yeah. do it we're trying to in my in my space now i'm trying to figure out and i'm like literally like stress all the time thinking like how can we sign a $1 million deal? How can we sign a half a million dollar deal a year? Like where a business will pay us 50 grand. And I know 
that businesses out there are doing that. I know in our space, there are companies making that much money. And then you discover certain things and you go, all right, how do I figure out how to do that? Let me try and go and actually make some connections. Let me let me approach these agencies. Let me see if they're willing to chat to me. And I speak to them. Yeah. I'm like, hey, how do you get a company to pay you $50,000 a month? And they go, oh, well, it's this and this and this. And some of them won't talk. Some of them will. Yeah. Sometimes you can talk to someone who's done consulting for them and they can tell you. Yeah, and then, yeah. and you, just, you, you start to you just at the end of the day, look at someone who's done it and try to figure out how they did it. Yeah. And that would be your quickest way to figure out how to, yeah. what your steps forward should be. Really, that's, that's my answer. And what do you think about someone jumping on a platform that's extremely competitive? Example like dropshipping. Like, you know, how like everyone's already doing it. It's like, how do you kind of jump on and still do it and do Podcasting. it Or that, yeah. So when you, when you approach anything from the mindset of competition, yeah. what you're saying is that there isn't enough work out there for everyone. Mm. And that's yeah. not true. Yeah. When we talk about the space of the internet, podcasting, no viewers like if there's another rival podcast to you guys they're not going to take viewers away from yeah. you facts you can like straight up man yeah. <laughs> like there is plenty like you yeah. you shouldn't look at anyone as a yeah. competition yeah. Yeah. there is there is no one that is a competition to you in in, in your in the space of podcasting and the same thing with drop shipping at the end of the day you should have the idea that if i'm the best at what i'm doing i'm going to shine up and, I, and i'm going to succeed um and if you're already worried about competition, what you're automatically you're saying lost. is that I'm, I'm, I'm not good enough. Yeah. Or maybe you shouldn't be in that business yeah. then. I have never once looked at another digital agency as competition because there's so many businesses yeah. out there that need a nice website and need marketing done that they have an approach that are going to approach us first or I'm going to meet them through contacts yeah. and networks. So I guess th- my answer to that is, competition is overrated and yeah. as a when when most people go oh man, there's too much competition in this space you're it's like, do you, i don't i don't know how to explain like, you're I don't, not gonna I play because there's competition what are you what, <laughs> what are you, are you trying to, what are you trying yeah. to do like yeah, what yeah, do you, you yeah. want to take the entire market share <laughs> <laughs> like so you're trying you try to make like in my in this space yeah, how, monopoly how, how many how many how many billions of dollars a year do you think Businesses spent on marketing. Yeah. Am I trying to take the entire yeah. market? Am I trying to yeah, make yeah, ten yeah. billion dollars a year? Like, come on, man, just give me five. Yo, there's a little yeah. cut. I just want five. Just five, give me five, five million, five, man. Five, like five, ten. Five, give five, me five, ten million. Like, yeah, I'll be happy. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and and the same in, in, in drop shipping <laughs> and the same in in podcasting. Oh, like, hilarious. like how how much are you trying to dominate? Yeah, like, yeah. you you can get your million views, and then that person down the road can get their million views too. I mean, look at how many YouTubers are getting millions of views. Together, do they, like, ever, they, they, they cannot compete against each other. If you compete against a YouTuber, you've helped them because yeah, you've mentioned their names. Yeah, like, yeah. hey, I'm better than that guy, and then they got people who's, be like, who's, who's this guy? guy, or you just both have a boxing match and make billions <laughs> off it. <laughs> Pull one of those, yeah. and, and I, that was the biggest joke of a fight. And I knew it was a joke. I knew, like KSI versus Slogan Paul, I can understand that, but, but that, one, that one was a joke. And I told my little brother, coming from a martial arts background, I'm like. This is going to end so quickly, and it's a, it's a joke. Like this yeah. is an actual joke because Jake's actually got a bit of moves on him, and and, and and that other guy doesn't at all. And then he just ended up getting destroyed. But anyways, that's not what the podcast <laughs> is about. But yeah, that, that was dope. And then he looked at Chaos. I was like, I'm coming for you. And then Chaos, I was like, Come. I was like, Yo, oh, it's this. entertainment, man. Yeah, it's yeah, entertainment. It's crazy. Um, like obviously with websites and everything. Yeah. Like we're so used to now because our lives are on the internet, right? Like 
we're so used to clicking on websites and going, yeah, like whatever, let me just find the information, that's it. But when you come across a website that's really good, yeah. like you just want to keep scrolling through it. Um, have you heard of Vince Staples, the rapper? Uh, yes. So I don't know if you saw this recently, whoever his team is or whoever they hired or whatever, they created his website as a streaming service just for him, right? So it's like you go on his website. It's not actually a streaming service. You don't have to subscribe to anything, right? But it looks like Netflix, but it's just him. So there's a section where it's all his music videos, then all his interviews, Uh, right? And so it's like, oh, that's a link to his Breakfast Club one. It's a link to the Hot 97 one, the big boy one. Then this album, this album, this album. And I was like, bro, this website is genius level. Like incredible, right? Yeah. And then um, recently um, I started using UpBank. I don't know if you've heard of them. No. It's like, I'll show you. Again, it's like bank websites normally dry, dull. This one, I was like, they're literally, they've, they've changed it. It's kind of like what you were saying you did with tutoring um, where it's like you added personality. Yeah. This one, they had like scribbles and doodles and yeah, like yeah. this little, oh, this is our team. Look at these people and all this stuff. And then it's like, you know, even like they're writing, they'll be like, you know, if our numbers are co- correct, you'll save a thousand. And it was like, which they are correct. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, in brackets, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like there's some character spice. Yeah, yeah. It was so dope. Yeah. But yeah. it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, we're so used to clicking websites, but when you come across the good ones, you know, it's like, let me just keep going through yeah. this real quick. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's, and that's, I guess, the, our value to the market is when I speak to a, um, someone who does say bathroom renovations, and it's mm. like, well, Every deal you're closing is at like 20 grand. Yeah. What if the next 100 people that go on your website, five of them end up converting because they like what they see? You've made 100. 100, Now, what if they don't like what they see? You've lost 100. Let's make sure we give you a website that's good. That's they're going to like what they see. That's true because it's not even like you didn't make 100. You lost 100. 100. That's the opportunity that could have gone. Yeah, Yeah, that's, that's I think what people don't, like I said again, it always gets overlooked. It's not you. You need to think about the money you are losing. Yeah, not the mo- not like I, I, it's like I don't want to invest this money into my business because I'm, I might lose it. It's like yeah, but if, you if it works, it in, you're also yeah. losing too. Yeah, so yeah. may as well just move yeah. and, and and do it anyways <laughs> yeah. and consider what 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 the other side is. Yeah. So so, what's your advice to people who are just starting into business? Like you didn't just give a beautiful like spirit. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like if you were to say one thing, like what would it be that one advice? Oh, it's hard to uh, kind of narrow it down to one yeah. thing. Is it work hard think? or is it motiv- like motivation? Or what is it? Um, I would say make sure your purpose is big enough. Yeah, that was it. Make, make, your, your, it needs to be big enough. The purpose, yeah. like I do everything because of my mom and dad, because of my family. And I remember that in my best times. I remember that in my worst times. And no matter how difficult things have gotten, I've always been like, I'm going to make it. I remember in, in, one of, in one of the videos, I said, in a video, I said, this is where everything changes. And I said, I'm $20,000 in debt. Like, I, saw, I was watching that last night. I was scrolling through. Yeah, it's not something I really talk about too much because I don't want to ever encourage it. But I, I came from no money, right? So for me to 
grow my business and not make an income and, and not pay myself a salary for such a long time, I had to get my money from somewhere yeah. because I didn't ever want to be like, I don't have money. So yeah. I would go to the banks. I got my credit cards and I got bank loans and stuff. And thankfully it's all been paid off. Mm-hmm. But I would, I would, I would be, I would be in times where like, and, and also $25,000 in debt is nothing to be honest with you, because you do that in your bank, de- in your, in your university degree. <laughs> and yeah. hey man, like yeah, $25,000. just like, wow, that's crazy. And yeah. they're like 60K. In yeah. The- yeah. <laughs> hey, if you don't use your degree, you've put yourself sixty thousand dollars in debt. I, fine, I put twenty five grand in debt, but and then that set up my business to pay it off. Like, <laughs> and, and, and I'll, I'll be honest, right? I accumulated that debt over a period of say three years of trying to get my business off the ground, and and then and then it came a point where I stopped being in debt because now I was in a surplus and it was about paying it back. Yeah. But I left that money and I just focused on reinvesting. I just was like, let's not put myself more in debt. Let me get, let me, so just to kind of explain it to you. So the debt was there and then I was like, okay, just make sure you don't put yourself more in debt, but I don't want to pay my debt off just yet because if I now use the money I'm making to pay off my debt, I can't grow. So I put the money I was making into growing. And then when time came and the business was it, it, it had its growth yeah, yeah. that debt that accumulated over three to four years was paid off in four months <laughs> yeah, so wow. that's what i was banking on and that and that and that is yeah. for business and so what i was going to get to is when i would sit there and you got to understand the excruciating pain i'm feeling and i'm genuinely sitting there a small study room i've got my laptop in front of me looking at my computer going i'm so much money in debt and i'm barely making anything how am i going to get out of this and how am I going to accomplish this goal by 25? Like, how, how am I going to do this? And that's when I'm like, well, I can't really give up. So I might as well just suck it up and keep working. Yeah. Why? Because I have a purpose. Yeah. My parents. Okay, so, that so was, that's my answer. I was going to ask you, do you think your purpose can or should be money? Money, money, money like itself? In, yeah, no. Yeah. Money itself has no value Money, money itself doesn't have any value. It's what money can do that has value. Money can, can reduce pain. So the absence of money causes pain. The presence of it doesn't really cause much. It just, you just don't feel pain. That's it. So it's like, if I had money, if I didn't have money, I would be feeling pain because I couldn't pay my bills. I couldn't help my family. I'd be feeling pain. I do have money where now I help my family. I pay every bill is paid are paid for. I don't feel good. I don't. I don't feel good because the money is there. <laughs> it's just that the absence of it would make me feel yeah, crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah I get yeah? you. Yeah. So having money as the single purpose, a single purpose, you're gonna make it. You're gonna make the money, so and then it's an achievable. It. Then, it's a finite purpose. Like yeah. Then you're like, there. all right, well, what is it really doing yeah, for me? Yeah. It's, it's not doing much. Nah. It the where I get my where I get my happiness from is closing that deal you know having a terrible week and then something happens and it turns around um accomplishing something that i didn't think that was possible uh being able to be like hey you guys all good like mom and dad like you you need some like do you need anything like what do you need i'll transfer it to to you right now you know and then knowing that i can actually do that and and um no not not to say that they're going to be asking for huge amounts or anything but i just know that that they're, they're not going to be hit. the question of oh, I don't know how we're going to pay this bill is no longer that's there it was yeah. there at one point like yeah. that amazing, sucks man, man. Yeah, like, that's amazing oh, yeah. yeah so that yeah I would say you can never have money a, 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 as your purpose because yeah. it's not what money it's not money itself it's really what it what it does that 
that that you should be aiming your goals for yeah and i really like that advice because when i first started getting to business with someone the book that my mentor recommended was start with why i don't know if you know the book mm. i'll start with why which basically talks about your purpose and so on so on as well so it's like when times get tough you remind yourself this is why i'm doing it right but sometimes it's like when your why and your purpose is not strong enough times get tough you're gonna quit you know so when he just said i was like that's the one bro yeah it's true man that's the one that's true. I'm glad your mentor recommended that because yeah. that's ultimately what it, what it boils down to. 100%, bro. No, you got a question? I got so, a little. Uh, I had one, I, I lost it, so you go. <laughs> yeah, so you, mentioned, you, yeah, to say you mentioned your countdown, so it's to your 25th birthday. Yeah. Um, you're counting the days down to it, yeah? Is it? What are you, oh, what are yeah. you on now? Can, counting that uh, 410. 410 days left? Yeah. yeah? Let, let that's a long time, huh? Yeah, that's still quite Is a bit it? of days, eh? Yeah. Oh, man, it's, it's happening quickly. Oh, so you're going to the 40th year? Huh? So right uh, now you're 23, going 24 this 110 year. Days. 110 oh, days. Oh, so you got a full countdown. I, I've, got a, I've got the countdown. I bought a countdown uh, no day way. countdown clock at my office. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it, it stays in front of me. Wow. So, yeah, that's yeah, 410 that's days goal, yeah. Into, into the countdown. So you, you've been doing a daily vlog as well, but you, have, you don't put that out, is it? Or I think what was that documentation thing or something about like, I think you, I, I remember seeing something that you mentioned like you, you document the days or something like that, but you have that's a project that you haven't exactly put out for. I think I did. I think I, I did that. Um, I, I did that at the very early beginning, and every time I stop and then I make it past my problems that I was dealing with, I'm like, I wish I had documented yeah, that. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it's it's hard. Like I, every anytime I really document it is when I'm in in a tough situation yeah, okay. and. When I'm in a good situation, I think I'm just too. I, just, I don't want to really make a video like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, like I, I have made. I make videos at particular t like milestones. Like, um, I always will, because I've always had faith at my times. Like I've got that video where I'm, I get in my car and I just looked up and my thing was hanging in my forward it was, and I had had it sticky taped. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, I think I had a girlfriend at the time. Like I was still with my with with my ex, or I think I I wasn't. And I'd like pick up a girl in the car, and I'd be driving, and I hit a speed bump, and it just falls <laughs> down. And I'd be looking at her like, <laughs> yep. "Get used to it." I'm or like, don't. That's what, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, man, that's crazy. And um, and in moments like that, I used to be like, "One day I'm not going to be here," so I, I'd always make videos. I would I don't do it daily. I don't do it daily, but. Um, I do go through my phases where I'll take out the camera and be like, here's where I'm at. And I just want to say where I'm going to go. Like oh, yeah. where, where I am right now is I'm, I've built this business and it's ready to grow and it's ready to finally change lives. Like yeah. Yeah. really it's helped in a massive way already. And I'm already getting, getting somewhere. It's helped, you know, it's got, it's got me in my car and all that sort of stuff. Like it's accomplished goals, mm -hmm. but it's really time for it to, so that next time we sit down in a year or two's time or wherever, whenever we, we catch up again, I look at you and be like, yeah, yeah, you, you can say I'm, 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 I'm there. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 yeah. I've done something where, where, where it means something like business has done something. It's bought like my family a home or it's um, retired my parents. It's, uh, you know, paid for trips overseas and, 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 and money isn't a problem. Like that, that is ultimately, yeah, that's, that's the ultimate goal. Yeah. Um, yeah. What I was getting know. to with like the countdowns yeah, and yeah, the yeah, videos yeah. and stuff as well is like, do you have a social you have a social media presence in terms of the engagement that people um like yeah the engagement that you receive from people with what you put out? I was 
question my um question this is like when do you even have the time to make these videos and stuff like that but i had a little bit of highlights that i saw like mm. some things that made me realize like you actually uh, impacting lives through the things the content that you decide to put out the fact that like you're having people from mozambique asking for help i'm there was i don't know if you remember but a while back there was a comment or something that someone was asking for help on their business and like this is love from mozambique i love what you do i'm like oh yeah, yeah. that's reach man yeah. and then one of the countdown days, the company BK Wolf drops drops off a present. Yeah, you know, yep. for yeah, like keep doing what you're doing. You yep. don't even know me, but yep. I, I respect what yep. you're doing. That was like day five eighty four. Yeah, Steve O gives a shout out for your yeah, podcast, that was, man. That was that was really because of Steve O. That was me. I thought that. Bro, yeah, but, but, you know, I, there's there's you you have the leverage you, yeah, a bit, yeah, yeah, you know. But yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, how does it feel that? people are connecting with the things you're putting out on social media and stuff like that. The present shook me like yeah. someone you don't even yeah, know decides presence. to be like, I'm going to drop a pro drop off a present because you're impacting my life. You don't even know me like that's, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, no, I, I think ever since, I think what really made me realize was after I, I announced or I kind of put out the video of me getting the car was, you know, I've looked at other people buying cars and even I've, I've seen entrepreneurs buy Lambos yeah, and yeah. they don't get, an enormous yeah. amount of like the comments were ridiculous man oh. like the amount of dms i got phone calls messages and i just bought a car like really it's not that big of a deal but it's because of what the car represented and i think the reason why so many people came out and i there was such a like a huge magnitude of a reach is because i have been sharing my journey yeah. for the longest time exactly. when i was in my like if you go back, if you go back to, if you go, if you go to my, from, to my page and you go to the journey over here, I've got videos, um, I've got videos just here. Look in my office, wait. As in the home offices? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, I can even play it on here. Even if you, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's, there's, there's me in my home office. I got, this is not something to show off. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm saying this is where I'm at. Yeah. You know, and then I moved right. into an, an actual office space. And then, and so I think it's the reason why it's there is because I really built from 200 followers, every follower organically. Yeah. yeah. And every person who followed, followed because like, if you look at my profile, it's just my head. Yeah. <laughs> There, it, there's nothing else other than me. And so it takes a lot for someone to want to follow me. I'm not like a, a hot girl that's like showing off photos. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm not that. And so yeah. for someone to follow it, it actually ha ha like, for, so it was very hard for me to build that following. And because the, the following was built so organically and I respond to everyone and I make time for everyone in my DMs and I respond to people's comments and I genuinely appreciate everyone that yeah, comes out. Yeah. I used to do live videos, jump on live and have no one watch me. Mm. And then I'd, one viewer and then drop off. And I would sit there for 30 minutes. Still I, just keep I, going, yeah. Man, I don't care because in my mind, I'm like, you know what? This practice. Mm. This is practice. If I'm not willing to do this, I'm not going to get to the stage. If I go live now, co people coming in, comments, this, oh, you, you inspire me, all this. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> because I remember talking the to journey. myself. Journey, and, and there are people who have been following me since then that have seen the growth every step of the way. And so when you do that and you show, you go, hey, 
hey world, this is me. Jordan Peterson is someone I listened to uh, so much at one point. And, and he goes, just live your truth. Like it's going to come with consequences. The consequences for me is I probably could have had a bigger following if I had faked it a bit more. You know, even moving forward, if, if, if I sit here and I fake it because of my car and stuff like that, oh man, trust me, I'll get attention. Like I will. It's, yeah. it's just the fact of it. I'll get more attention. I'll get bigger following. If I push, my, if I push that fake lifestyle, which isn't very difficult to do, I'll get it, but I can't. It makes me want to. I, 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 I physically cannot, can't. Like, I just can't do it. You know what I mean? And so, I think because of that, you naturally and and you put in the hard yards. You're going to have a better engagement. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to truly impact people because that person that has been watching me grow from my 200 followers till now is like, man, watch this kid do yeah, it. That's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah it didn't happen wow. overnight. Yeah. So, yeah. what's next for you? Yeah. That was, that was my question as well, man. Next for me? Or, or, or is it just, you know, are you really focusing more on the marketing than anything else? Like, is that the the one, you know, that you're mm. running down or do you have more that you want to diversify into? So right now I've, 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 I'm just literally 100% zeroed in and, and, and focused. And it comes back to the thing I shared at the beginning, which was, you know, you've got to point that punch in that right direction yeah. as well. Yes. Yeah. And so I don't want to spread that out. And so my focus right now is just on growing and scaling the digital agency. Yeah, yeah. And we're moving in a direction where now we're trying, we're finding our industry. And mm. I ultimately, I want to move in the direction where at least in the next 12 months for my company to be known as the, digi the digital marketing agency for businesses in the trades building and construction yeah. space. And it doesn't seem like much because people uh, people would probably like it better if we did everything and we can we can do other industries it's just that if you become the best known for one thing it's very easy to then take all market share from there so the focus is going to be in figuring out how we're going to do that um, continual continual month on month progress really scale the business yeah. massively this year so my goal is to going to be to get in put in the hours and, and, and close deals and get bigger contracts and bigger websites and making sure our systems are strong. And then probably uh, what will come after that is just going to be, um, I don't know if I see myself expanding business right now. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I just, it's just not, not, not on the cards, but um more content i'll probably put out more content yeah. more podcasts as well you're gonna yeah, do more yeah. episodes like yeah, i want podcast, to uh, I, 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 I want to yeah did you have is it, it's not yeah you have two podcasts though, or, or do you so you have the known limits one yeah and then the was it tested tested and true tested and true Test, is that tested and true is like so what something is i did back in my like yeah i've tried everything <laughs> like honestly <laughs> man. i did the tested and true podcast in my home office like ages ago and yeah, i was nice. just like oh, i'm gonna start a podcast and talk about things that are tested and true and i did like a couple episodes and i left it the no limits podcast is probably so that's, the, that's that's really my yeah and even that i don't do often yeah. I, I just try to do it when you know i've got a guest like who people know but haven't ever really heard their story yeah, yeah, and yeah, and it's going to get like a a, a lot a, a a lot of uh, people curious yeah. and, because it's a lot of effort to do a podcast yeah. you know what i mean and um and it, like i have to make a decision i've got to allocate all my my time to to the digital so I don't know what else. What else coming? What else second coming? book? I don't know. Nah, no <laughs> chance, man. <laughs> no, no, anytime soon. Did the second step. One of, <laughs> one of my mates actually said that. No way. <laughs> Jamie Abdullah. If I, if I write the book, it's because he came, he said he goes, bro, you need to write the book called the next step or the second step. <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be yeah, funny. but who knows? It's just it's just not it's not what I'm thinking of. Yeah, like, yeah, really, really, just got to focus all, all all my all my effort on um on on the digital agency and see how far we can take that. 
Dan, Dan, you got a question about what you posted on Insta. Oh man, dude, I was gonna leave it. No, no, no. I just want to hear it. I just want to hear your opinions right. on this. Hold on. <laughs> oh, I already know what it is. Oh, uh, do you know? Yeah, oh, it's it? the whole women thing. Because we've had this conversation I, I just amongst knew. us. Okay, 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 so now, uh, so what is the question? Kind of lean with what you're saying. Yeah. Some of us, but we're also like. Okay, t- tell me, tell me where you guys time. are at. Okay, so first, then ask the question. Well, I already put my thoughts out there, so yeah, it's not like I'm going to change it. Tell me what you guys think. Like, I'm like, I agree, right? Like, I get it. Actual questions already. What are your beliefs on women making more money than their partner? I've got nothing against it if a woman is making more money than their partner, but I don't see it happening for me. Yeah. So for us, we kind of are in that same realm, to be honest, yeah. as well, because it's like we're in a society where women can and they do. Yeah, word. But I don't know, man. But My I feel upbringing. Like I'm meant to be providing. That's how yeah, I see it. Yeah. But then again, it's like if I'm earning, you know, 150 and she's going to hit a million. Right, it's like I'm not gonna hold you yeah, back. Yeah, there was a I little. Mean, it's also a million. Oh, for us. Remember, yeah, there was a little scenario that was that we found a photo of. Like the woman was earning four hundred thousand, yeah. I think, and the man, the husband, was a manager at some company, and he was earning forty thousand a year. Oh, like he was a manager at a retail business, and he was like earning forty thousand a year. And it's like it would be very dumb for the man to throw up a fit. For the sake of his family to be like, no, like this, nah. I'm not comfortable with this. Bro, did you see the so comments? sacrifice four hundred thousand yeah. dollars coming into his family. So that makes sense. But it's like, you know, you have to learn how to deal with that if you're in that situation. But mm. there's nothing wrong with wanting to be the provider, man. But like, the comments were wild. They were yeah. like, "Step up." I was like, "What? What do you mean, step up? <laughs> <laughs> She's doing good in life. Like you can't be there right yeah. now, and and he's doing something that he's passionate about. So if that's forty k, hundred k, whatever it is, it's like, hey, you can't do much about it, isn't it? Money's money, man. Like as long as the family's good. So I I um was going to follow up on on that. Yeah, you, I was. Well, I was surprised you left it at that. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Um, just keep it juicy. I just I just I've come to really un- like learn. You don't always need to justify yeah. your positions. No. You yeah, know what I mean? Facts. Like it, that's just what I. That's just my my thoughts. If 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 I have to, I will expand on it. Um and. Yeah, I, I just didn't expand on it because I, honestly, there's no there's no point expanding to it. That's just the reality. Yeah. Like yeah. that's what right. my belief is that you can't, if someone is going to misunderstand what I've said there, that's on them. I've said, I have nothing, no problem with it. I just don't see it happening for me. Yeah. Now, if I was to expand on it, this is what I'll say. So for me, right, I'm working towards making millions of dollars. That's my goal. Now, if I was earning, I was in a salary, I was working as a civil engineer earning 120 grand. Then my wife is a doctor and she's making $180,000, completely fine. She's working her nine to five and then I'm working my nine to five. She just so happens to be in a high paying job, but I have no problem with that. Uh, that's it. That would be an insecurity on my end. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't have that insecurity. That's fine. She can make her money, man, good on her, right? And And women are more than capable of making just as much as men. In my situation, for her to make more money than me, she'd have to make millions, like millions and millions of dollars, because that's where that's where I eventually want to what what so I want to make. That's my goal. Now so it is hard to see. Yeah, so <laughs> it's just hard to see. But not but but then you can misunderstand that and go, yeah. oh, you don't think you she say, can make yeah, millions? Yeah, yeah. No, I just don't think I would be able to be in a relate. I don't think a relationship, but would work out with me because, for you to make millions of dollars. Yeah, there's something that's got to give. Mm. You've got to re- put a ridiculous amount yeah, of time yeah, into your job. Two people doing. There's a ridiculous that's amount it. of stress. 
you probably have to have a company and so yeah. you're working an insane amount of hours and and, and so everything that comes both of you and now imagine two yeah. people doing that now who don't <laughs> have time for each other that together? are stressed out every time they <laughs> see each other and where do kids come in yeah. i want to have kids yeah. i want to be so what i see happening is i will probably end up becoming the breadwinner yeah, yeah. and it's not that she she can't well, she can work and, and do her thing but it's just that uh, in my my circumstance, the mo most likely outcome is I'm probably going to end up personally getting along with someone who isn't doing as many hours yeah, as yeah. I am because I get it. I, we yeah, never I see mean, each other. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'm with man. That is the only reason why I said I don't see it happening for yeah. me because. Uh, and also, I'm ridiculously competitive. Like, <laughs> I will make oh, more how money. Much like, profit did you I'm make? a bitch. <laughs> yeah, like, Walk uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, not in that way. Yeah, come, yeah, on, yeah. come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. So, like, hey, hey, don't, don't, like, don't. You're not going to take away, and and this and this goes down the whole um, extreme feminist movement, right? You, there is, there is. All power to, there are women that I know that I look up to in business that make more money than I do. Yeah. And I look up and I'm truly inspired by them. And they and they are to be inspired by, like they are incredible. Uh, but they live very similar lives that I do. Very little social life, yeah. they don't have a partner. You know, they're, they're working away. Now, how, that's, that's, how, that's you know, they've had to do that to me in the position they're yeah, in. Mean, yeah. I can't be in a relationship with them because <laughs> I'm doing that and they're doing that. It's just, it, more, it more, doesn't more. work. You don't see them, you don't see them. It doesn't, it just yeah, doesn't no, work, right? No so sense, it's like, I, I, it just wouldn't happen, yeah. right? Um, and and also what I was going to say is, okay, I I know you want to preach this thing of e equality and, and equality should without a doubt be there, but don't try to take away something from me that comes natural. Yeah. And that's my my innate feeling to want to yeah. be the provider. Yeah. You can't, yeah, I, like I want to, I want to, I want to, Come home with the with a gazelle on my shoulders and be like, Ugh. yeah, man, I've it goes back it. to like, that. You know, man, like you know? It, it, it's in me. I've had it. Like it's what drives me. It's not yeah. something that has been put in. It's something that is there, yeah. and and it's just it comes naturally yeah. to me. It and, also um, it depends on what you've seen. Like because yeah. I've seen that. Like that's my parents' situation. Yeah, yeah, like real. that's yeah, my yeah, dad. Yeah, and, and and my mom is a housewife, and I've seen it work well. It does. You know work what I mean? Well. It works. It very absolutely well, works. Right. Well, it's yeah. like. Mom had all the time to spend yes. with us. That means yep. that, you know, dad can spend long hours on his business, but, you know, the home is secure and yep. stuff. And it's like, why would, also, that's, that's, if it's a can I, formula, don't change it. Yeah, can I also, yeah, word, I, I want to say something that's also very, very important in this discussion. When you're, when you're, when, when, say, someone's having a discussion about this, what you're saying by trying to go, no, 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 woman needs to make just as much, if not more than a man, is that the value of a relationship comes down to money. Yes. Uh, there nice. is, for me, she, what she's doing by just the simple fact that she's bringing life into this world, not me. Mm. I do the, I do some form of work. <laughs> but, Skeet. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this guy joking. Right? I don't know. It's it's all yeah. it's all on her. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. There's no like I can go and earn whatever amount of money you, but can, you can think. Never do that. I can never do yeah. what she's doing. Yeah, yeah. That and and then for her to then allocate that time to 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 raise that and hold that family together. Like and even if she wants to work, still be working as well. Hey, like that's a different. Hey, level, like yeah. honestly, that that that's 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 that should be valued too, and that should be respected. And for those who are like, no, the woman she should be working. It's like wait. What if she's happier doing that? Yeah, facts. That's that's I, unfair. Yeah, you know, like, what if bro, she's happy doing that? I had like, a friend in high school. Like, they started dating in high school, maybe year eleven or twelve, and the guy was doing well. Like, got into real estate as soon as he finished school, whatnot. 
and the girl was like, you know, I, I'd actually like to be a housewife, right? Like I'd, I'd genuinely like to be a housewife. So maybe a couple years after school, they got married. Um, that's what she's doing now, right? And it's like, I remember other girls were like, bro, it's kind of sad that that's what she aspires for. And I'm like, not really. Mm. Like, I don't see that as sad. <laughs> mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, if she genuinely goes, I would love to hold down the fort. Um, and, and that's that's that would give me great fulfillment. All right, don't follow her for that. I, 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 I can't really see myself working if there wasn't f a, a fort. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah, you. you know, so if that's not being held down, then then yeah, what I'm doing is of no yeah, value yeah, either. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so there must be an enormous amount of value in what that woman does. Like, man, I'm a genuine believer that I'm, I'm, I'm doing well. Like, but I promise you, when I meet someone who is going to be like. Mrs. Al-Halabi, like Marvel, <laughs> she's going to make, I know she will make me 10 times better than what yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. And I believe that a woman, I, yeah. I believe that a woman, like there is one thing like, okay, I'm, I'm doing it for my family, but when you're trying to do it to, you know, to, story, yeah. to impress the, you know, <laughs> the, you know, like that, 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 it, it triggers something else, game. man. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. makes it's you different. go, it makes you have those moments where the guy on the phone goes, oh, I'm going to think about it. And you're like, usually you'd be like, no, it's all good. And then you're like, she will not respect me <laughs> if I come. And then you're like, you have this moment where like the thought comes home. Yeah, you're like, yeah. Hey man, what do we got to do to get this deal yeah, over the line? And yeah. and then like, and, and that, I've, I've had glimpses of that. And, yeah. and I know that there is something of value there. So, um, no, that's yeah. Dope, man. That's mad though. Oh hey. man, you'll get a girl soon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we don't want to yeah. hold you. I mean, we do always have one question that we like to ask. Um, oh, we'll probably word. leave it right on that. Yes. Yeah, uh, it's reaching the we we crossed the two. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. I was yeah. like, I don't want to hold you too long. But what we'd usually like to ask is, um, if you did have all the youth in the world in front of you right now, what is one message or token or what would you want to leave them with, just in terms of an inspiring message? Um, have full confidence that if you're willing to do whatever it takes for as long as it takes, anything that you have set your mind to will eventually come true. That's what I would say. Like that. There's two things you need to do. Be willing to do it, do whatever it takes for as long as it takes. And, and you, you combine those two things together. You've got the patience and you've got the work ethic yeah. and you, you will, you will get to whatever it is that you want to get to. Um, that, that if I had them all there, I'd be like, I'd say that to them. Like you, it's, it's possible. Just set your goal, whatever it takes for as long as it takes. That's the yeah. one. Wow, throw a buff on this guy, man. Yo, we need to fix yeah, this. Yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> this is like a, that, that was a, yeah, it's a wave. It's a wave one, but hey, man, that was. Yeah, that thank was, you for joining. Was, thank, I, 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 honestly, I enjoyed that. So I had I had such a rough day at work, and yeah. like I, I feel I feel good now. I feel relaxed. We That's just had a crazy. conversation with the boys, and I, I don't know. I love podcast. it. You know, you know this crazy. is an amazing podcast, man. Okay. You guys have got something great going on. Thank seriously, you, bro. if you had a girl, you'd have called her up on your way home. Hey, rough day. Hey, now he has to think about that on the show. man. Hey, my bad. when I used to do that. She's always there for me. Hey, who's got nah, Marvin's room nah, on the phone, nah, bro? Let's nah. And uh, for real, though, we yeah. appreciate but, it, man. But to be honest, I wouldn't be able to hear her because the engine's too loud now. Hey! 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 Just a small flex now. That's that so that nah, You save hey. a lot of money being single, huh? Yeah. If you take out girls and you date, it's still as uh, equally as expensive, man. Expensive, yeah, yeah. 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 More hey. expensive. All right. Yeah, man. Thank you for joining us. Drop all of these ads in the in the description. Yeah, everyone should be watching this podcast every time you drop out an episode. Follow these boys; they're amazing. Seriously, like I, as a guest, I felt so comfortable and 
Man, thank you guys. Hey, bro, I love this. You, I really, really love this. I love my brother, man. Yeah, y'all go follow him and watch his journey as well. God um, bless you, man. Yeah, we out. Yeah, God, God bless, bless you, bro. God bless That's you guys. It.